Wait, Dan, can you start us off with the mushroom sound? I really like that. Yeah, it's time to power up this episode. Perfect. Excellent. Now, now we're all big mans instead of That's, little mans. Can I do the theme music? I'm going to do the theme music. All right, guys, uh, thank you for listening this week. Before we get started, the super popular superstar, music superstar, Jeffrey Woodman, is going to kick us off with a new theme song. Let's hear it. It's the theme song from the, from the show. Okay, here we go. I think it's in the key of A flat minor. Wow. Wow. That, that got really catchy all of a sudden. That, that was excellent. That was I so can't good. believe those sounds came out of your yeah. guitar. Yeah. It almost <laughs> sounded like it got punched right, in the stomach it? a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was Jeff's artful escape. Am I right? Mm, wow. Well done. Topical. Well done, Dan. That was good. Yeah. yeah, it sounded a little bit like getting punched in the stomach, but otherwise I liked it a lot. I thought it was the <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wait, so are you stuff, man? I don't make rules. Are you yeah, not a fan of our song? Is that what you're implying? Because, uh, yeah. I'm not I spent, a, anything, I spent you know? a lot of money on that song. I spent thousands of dollars. Jeff thousands. only likes things he creates. Games that he makes, music that he writes, <laughs> art that he draws. We all know I clearly... Yeah, his TI-86 graphing calculator games, man. That's top it. Of the, the top of the charts. Owen That's Wilson it. from Clay. I don't know if you guys realize this. Yeah, he actually made Owen Wilson, too. Yeah, so. wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. Wow. It turns out. Yeah, wow. It turns out. Wow. Wow. That's perfect. All right. Well, this is episode 84, I believe I'm counting correctly, of the Current Gen Podcast here with Dan, Jeff, and Kyle. Now, Jeff, we're trying to do a healthy rotation for folks, and you were supposed to take this week off, but you're here. I meant to give listeners, not just myself, but listeners break from my dumb ass. Yeah. uh... Yeah, My actually, the way you said that just now reminded me of that old classic video of the little girl who keeps saying she's going to kick the monster's ass who comes out of the movie. You guys remember that video? I do. I yeah. do. I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> you guys remember this? No, I definitely remember it, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it was one of the early YouTube viral videos. Anyway, um, but anyway, I ah, whether, or not, Jeff, whether or not Jeff was uh, going to make it, I want all of you listening to pause this episode right now, head over to Spotify, look up Mr. JW. Actually, don't look up JW. Look up. Jeffrey Woodman, you'll find him. Jeffrey, and, Jeffrey uh, Michael, my child, Woodman. Yep. Child. Yeah. Add his music to your playlist. Give it a listen this week, especially his newest uh, release. I think it's a four song. I have an ad break. You want me to just read the ad break? Please. Okay, this is good. All right, here we go. <clears throat> All right, this is my shiny moment, guys. I could have Tim read, do a cold reading of this. This is, literally all he, pay, this is actually literally pay. all he showed up for. So uh, this is all, yeah, I'm gonna, he's going to leave after he does this. <laughs> I don't even know what, what med- he's going to talk med- about this med- and then Lost Words. Or whatever that is out. He's like, y'all are playing Metroid? That's dumb. And then just signs off. Good yeah, I'm definitely Irish not playing it. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, this episode of Current Gen is brought to you by Jeffrey Michael Whitman. Hey, music fans, do you like happy pop sounds but wish the lyrics made you so sad you wanted to hurl yourself off a bridge? Boy, do I have a treat for your ear holes, folks. Jeffrey Michael Whitman dropped a new sad sack four-song EP called Then Comes a Wave, available on all streaming services. And he would greatly appreciate it if you listened to it, diddled it, or TikToked it. Or whatever, you know, kids do nowadays with music. Find out more at jmwsongs.com. That's jmwsongs.com, which is definitely not, I repeat, not a pornographic website. Um, this music is not for fans of bro metal trash music. Uh, terms and conditions apply. That's, right, my wow. Wow. That's well, amazing. Dan, oh, Dan. Literally just logged off. Wow. <laughs> and you mean that, was our first, that was our first uh, like staff walkout we've had. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've pretend walked out several you times. Don't think so he, Usually when Derek is saying something. But true. He sent us a link for a petition, too, to get me off the show forever. Huh, that's weird. <laughs> he actually yeah. went to change.org and set oh. this thing up. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that always oh, could be signatures. He moved quick. <laughs> yeah, that it has three signatures already. <laughs> <laughs> My mom Wait, it's all it. it's all his different Facebook uh, profiles. Never mind. Sorry guys. No, it's just his uh, three different Facebook profiles. It's, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, uh, I'll Venmo you guys, or I guess Tim, whoever is the official. Uh, what? Because you know that's how ads work. I got to pay you for just ad time. Venmo so, it to yourself, man. That's how. I'll just Venmo you a dollar. And uh, I mean, my it. thumbnails cost a lot of man hours. You know, I'm just saying. Just man, you were gonna say something else other than hours. You're gonna say something else. I, I don't know. Man, <laughs> wieners. Man time. My man time. <laughs> man wieners. And you guys, can this be the can this be the time and place that we stand up and say no more man hours? Okay, it's person hours. If we see ah yes, say sorry. man that hours. That actually might be too woke for me. I might day have to hours. Day that hours. Day hours. Thank you. All right. Now no. that we've oh, cleared God. that up, cleared that up. <laughs> Listen, woke. I I do oh, recommend. Yeah. I, I love um, supporting other artists. And Jeff, I would call you a local artist, but we don't live anywhere near each other. But no. I love I'm I local too. Yeah, my area for sure. Uh, independent artists. I think it's awesome. And uh, I've worked with a few folks who have done different paintings and I've gone to some of their galleries, uh, you know, whether it's musicians um, or any other kind of art. I, I love it. I love supporting that. So please go give it a listen on the reel. I know Jeff was reading his own ad copy in jest, but for real, he's got. Hey, I didn't it. write that. I ad guy ad wrote that. I totally don't know. That's uh... right, his voice was different. Yeah, that's why I was voice because obviously I was reading it from the you know point of view of the person that wrote it, which is definitely not me. I didn't write that. I just need um, to apologize for making that assumption. That's my bad. That's on yeah, me. That's my, yeah. Assume. I'm a lot of growth going on right now. Like, there is. Yeah. I can feel. Are, yeah, I can feel the growth are, happening. Waking up. As we speak. <laughs> wake me up. <laughs> wake me up inside. That's from the EP. I covered that song. It's on the oh, YouTube, like, you do both the EP and YouTube. Twelve Stones yeah. part. I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wake me up! Wake me up inside! Save me! Yeah, I know. I was hip. That's I was a part. teenager at okay. that time. When Kyle just sang that, all of us have done that in the car driving. Oh, yeah. Yes. We yeah. all yeah. sing like, safety really as loud like, really as went you can. For it. Yeah. <laughs> you lean forward on the steering wheel. If I can oh, yeah, sing all... this song perfect, maybe she'll love me. <laughs> <laughs> we all want Amy Lee's love deep down. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, when you hear her on stuff, like when she did a collab last year with uh, Bring Me the Horizon, she's still mm. amazing, man. She's yeah, she's great. So good. She's, yeah, yeah. she's fantastic. All right, moving on from music and that kind of stuff, we want to get into some games we've been playing. There's been some major games that have come out this week. We'll talk about that, a few news headlines. But first, I liked our Sold in 60 Seconds segment last week, even though we overshot the target a little bit. That's okay. I mean, I was a little all over the place because when you showed me your phone, I was like, oh, I, have, I just didn't see the seconds correctly. So I was like, I have plenty of time. No, I don't. So. Yeah, that's um. I was oh, gonna say it's my bad, but that's not. No, uh, it was yourself. That's all right. <laughs> um, but so Dan had some thoughts on TGS last week and how they're handling things and how disappointed he is. This week, we've got our friend Kyle. He's got some things to say. Actually, Kyle volunteers for this every week. No one even asks very him. Intensely, so. <laughs> very intensely. Very yeah. chat, Which is really funny because uh, you can't tell because my webcam's back, but I have deer in the headlight looks because I literally didn't think about this at all. But I'm just. <laughs> I'll wing it. I wing. I'll wing it. I don't care. Do it. I mean, we did just message about it today, but again, I know it was literally yeah. hours ago. I'm okay. aware. I'm I'm very aware. Uh, All right, I'll I'll vamp for a second before we get to that. Um, sure. Listen, I have been. This would have been a good time for the ad break. I screwed it up. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, you know what? <laughs> I have I've, I've been going to the Y recently, you guys, and I just want to say 
major props to all these super elderly out there who not only show up to the Y and give it their all, oh, but they also go to the locker room and let it all hang out with not even a second. <laughs> thought. Oh, so yeah, sure. Major props to all the elderly who attend the local Y. Speaking well, of letting it all hang out. Yeah. Uh, no, I was waiting for Derek to immediately. Uh, he's not on camera. God damn it. Yeah. Of course, you timed that poorly. On, but has nothing ready for that. You timed that poorly. Actually, he might be letting it all hang out for it. He's he waiting for the, cam- the cameras yeah. off because yeah. too much yeah. is hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Possible. Uh, we might have a Derek Teague appearance. We'll see. There he is. Look how handsome he is. Look at that oh, guy. Who's this guy? Who's this? Who's this man? Oh, you're white. I didn't. I forgot. <laughs> Jeff forgot what race right. Derek is. He's been gone. Derek, it's been so oh, long. Wow, you're white. Wow. 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 Happy to see you, man. Wow. He's white. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah. Derek, I'm sure, has some thoughts, too. We've got some major games that have come out. I know he's been playing. Before we get to any of that, Kyle, has that been enough vamping time? Do you have Whatever. something? Yeah, I'm just, I'm literally just going to wing it here. Uh, 60 I, you know, seconds. And I'll, uh, I'll yeah, put, put me on the clock starting now. Uh, you know what, guys? This might be an old school way of thinking, but use strategy guides. Use YouTube. Who cares? Get through that game. It doesn't matter. Who are you trying to prove what to? No one's keeping track. No one cares. When anybody posts in current gen about, like, hey, I beat Dark Souls, like, for the 20th time. Uh, you know, with my eye, like one eye closed. I don't care. Like, that's what the guy who beat it with like a rock band controller. It's not impressive <laughs> to me. What'd you do that for? Play a different game. <laughs> you guys use, use strategy guides. Who cares? Use YouTube. Put it on easy mode if you want to. I don't, no one cares, you know? Uh, don't complain about easy modes not being in games, though. Don't do that. But if it's present and you want to make your experience easier and you want to be part of the conversation, you want to get through games, don't let people hassle you about getting good, you know? Just uh, play your games. Play in any way you want to. Play in any way you like to. Who cares? All right. That was, we still got oh, seven wait. seconds left. Uh, you know oh, what? Uh, uh, I'm right, and I don't want to hear anything else about it. Y'all disagree. <laughs> okay. Time's up. Time's up. That was a quality. That was quality. That was good. That was good. All right. Um, Jeff, did, were you sold? Oh, yeah. From his first sentence. When he said, you Saturday guys, strategy guys, I was like, already doing it, bro. I was already on Good. Board. Dude, so proud. I cheated my way through Mass Effect 3 so I could avoid the Reapers when I was scanning planets. So if you didn't, you're care. lying to yourself. Everyone did that. Yeah, everybody did that. Come on. Dan, were you sold <laughs> on this shame. little rant? Um, well, as the pro gamer of the group, no. Uh, Kyle, go to hell. Get good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Fake, <laughs> I was like, what? You, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. Because you didn't beat GTA 4, so you're a fake gamer. Obviously. Okay. Uh, or Ian. Yeah. No, the, the driving sucking doesn't mean I'm bad at games. Yeah. <laughs> clown. Clown man. Things. I was. Like, uh, with the clown wig, all right, that I made on my thumbnail. I was already sold on this. So there wasn't much to win me over on, but I do agree and I like the points that you made. Just enjoy the games we want to enjoy them. You want to Google the answer? You want to YouTube it? Do what you want to do. We were just talking about guides recently about how fun it was to go back in the day where you've saved up for that one game. You get that one game, you get the guide, you're reading it on the way home because your mom's probably driving you. You run up to your room, open the game and start playing. And I loved using guides for that, especially for like the Final Fantasies on Super oh, Nintendo. Zelda, getting all the Skulltellas. Like yeah. it's like collectibles. Like strategy yeah. guides are awesome, you know? Yep, no problem doing that. I do think um, for folks who, the only place I'll draw the line is if you literally are letting someone else play the game. Like you watch it on YouTube and claim that I finished that game. That's maybe too far. But other than that. <laughs> other yeah, than that, I mean, you know, don't give yourself an accolade if like you cheated through a game. But like, yeah, don't, you know, don't gatekeep if people want to be part of the conversation just because they like, 
Yeah. I don't know. Tell me you finished. Watched a video of Gone Home and then played through it themselves or something. If if Luigi did the whole game for you, Mm -hmm. don't tell me you beat New Super Mario Brothers. You don't tell me that. So like, so like when when someone's saying like, for example, just to play devil's advocate, when it's like creator's intent, right? Like with with Sekiro, for example, it's like that's literally what they wanted to make. I never want an easy mode in those games. I never want that. Yeah. Like I I want the I want the developer to like create the game that they want. Yeah. Yeah, Boss, look up some guides. Watch some YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're stuck on a boss. Look up, look up a video. Who yeah. cares? What do you yeah, care? Yeah. You still have to do it. Like, who cares? Yeah. It's just, yeah. There was just that Only argument. You, that cares about it, really. you know, right. and yeah. it's always been the case with Mr. the Souls Derek game. T, what do you think? Were you sold on this concept from our friend Kyle? Yeah, I was sold. As soon as he said what he said, uh, yeah. like the first sentence. So I was like, yeah. Mm. I believe, yeah, like, especially with, I would say, like, with the amount of games that release, um, even when I had more gaming time, we're talking, like, on average, I buy three or four games a month. Like, in order to beat, if I was going to beat all of them, of course I don't, but if I was going to, you would have to use some yeah. type of guide or something at some point to, like, get through some of the games that have puzzles or, uh, again, maybe a hard boss fight. Even, like, Dark Souls games and all that, I beat them without cheating. The only game I had to cheat was Sekiro um, <laughs> on PC, but even on Xbox where you couldn't cheat, I got all the way to the final boss fight. But in order to do that, my point in sharing that is, to me, Sekiro is the hardest game I've ever played that I invested time in. Um, In order to get to that point, I needed YouTube strategy. Like, there are certain bosses that are like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I went and watched a strategy video, and they're like, you can cheese this guy. I'm like, I'm going to cheese this guy, you know? (laughs) Yeah, man. So whatever whatever you have to do to beat the game, um, yeah, I'm on board for that. Yep, I'm I did the same cheesing. thing, and I did that in Valheim, and Dan got to witness that, where there was this blob boss who kept poisoning yeah, me yeah, and killing yeah. me. <laughs> so I just ended up building a swamp fort up on the trees, loaded it up with tons and tons of arrows. <laughs> shooting down at him. He can't reach that high. He, like, slams yeah. the ground and, sh- and spews out poison at ground level, but he's just looking up at you, and we're just unloading. I mean, it took, like, 200 <laughs> arrows. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we just... Yeah, yeah, we just pelted him in the face like repeatedly. Yeah. Like, Until he yeah. died. And he kept spawning all these little ones. We're like, yeah, they can't reach us either, buddy. Like, sorry. They can't can't get to us. All I right. thought that was going to be more controversial. So that's great. Good job, guys. Yeah. You, guys <laughs> are, yeah. you guys are right. You guys have the right type of history. On the fly rant, in my opinion. Or that's right. I know. Sell, yeah, I, sell, I had no thought whatever about the hell the name of the thing is. That was off the cuff. <laughs> yep. You sold all of us. All right. Well, let's talk about a few few of the headlines before we get into things we're playing because the bulk of our conversation tonight is around some of the new games that are out so i want to get through some of these headlines first and then leave the rest of the time for stuff we're playing um if you added this feel free to jump in and tell me about it so um i added this one in though according to the coo i'm sorry i'm going to butcher this name dan might be able to help me haru hero tsujimoto how'd i do that sound good okay good. from uh, capcom they intend to make PC their main platform in the coming years. They're targeting 50% of software sales on PC. And there's a l- bunch of reasons for this, but you know they're seeing their Resident Evil games, their Monster Hunter games, they're all selling so much better on PC than they expected. They're seeing tons of revenue over there. So they're oh, starting... This guy over there in the corner, look at him with this... There was also the an interesting quote. He talked about how <laughs> PC gaming in Japan has actually had a surprising spike with the COVID mm. shutdown and everything. They've had... A lot more mm. PC gaming than they have in the past. So yeah, um, they still plan on using consoles, of course. They still plan to be as multi-platform as they've always been. For the most part, they're pretty multi-platform, I think. Um, but uh, but yeah, PC is going to get a much bigger dose of that Capcom love, which is cool. 
That does make sense because, I mean, mobile just exploded, you know, what, like last 15 years, 20 years at, in Japan because it's like they just all travel in, on the trains, uh, you know, public transportation that it just shifted to that. So, yep. and now it kind of I think a back. couple reasons why you're seeing a shift to PC gaming because I think um, more gamers are becoming more hardcore where like graphics and frames per second matter. Yeah. Um, but also, I think it's because even though parts individually are higher cost, the pre-built PCs, which are better quality than they used to be, are not. Like I was like Jose was asking about laptops and stuff like that, and I shared with him uh, uh, actually the laptop I got, which mine's an RTX 3070, and the monitor sc- or the screen on the laptop is. An OLED 4K, native 4K, 60 frames per second screen. And this was the same exact laptop, except it was an RTX 3060. And the reason I'm sharing it is it was $1,300. Now, I know that sounds like a lot. It's not. You've got to remember, this is an OLED screen with HDR built into it, 60 hertz. You can play every game at native 4K with that graphics card at 30 to 60 frames per second it was this killer laptop for like a 13 inch screen maybe something like that uh i think it's a bigger screen it's not like a mini it's not like a a small one 360 was this year right the graphics card was 360 370 380 am i right and 3090 oh 3090 so maybe it was 360 last year then or either way stop saying 360 30, 30 60. 60. Sorry, 30, 60. And, and maybe some of you PC guys can hey, answer this, you. But like, how long is that laptop going to be, not mm-hmm. top of the line, but like be able to play every game that comes out? A long out time. Before? Long time? Actually, if you're in the 30s, you're going to, you're, you're, you're good for the next five to seven years. At least, easily. yeah, at least the next generation okay. of consoles, yeah. you're good okay. until those. No, come no, out. that's because yeah. it was a big see, leap, I'm just, right? I'm so. out of the loop at this point yeah. about all that yeah. stuff. So that's, that's awesome to hear, actually. Yep. And yeah, then I'll probably the other need thing to upgrade my 2070 sometime during this console generation. I don't know when. Mm-hmm. I probably still have another couple years. But then I'll start to notice as some big games will come out, and I'll be like, "Oh, I'm knocking it down to medium settings here." And then that's when I'll have to start shopping. I think. Well, I think if you stay at 1440p, you'll be okay. It's if you ever get the itch to jump to 4K, you're gonna need to upgrade. Is that 1300 bucks? Is that a sale price, or is that what it always is at? That was the sell price because it's regularly I think eighteen hundred and mine I oh, paid so. again I had the RTX thirty seventy I paid two thousand for mine so it's a wow. seven hundred dollar difference from what I paid. I know I always get yeah, worried about buying laptops just because of their inability to upgrade. So just to be really clear, Derek, that was the yeah. entire laptop was two thousand, right? Not just the card, right? Because yeah, the my mine was two thousand. That entire laptop that I was talking about was thirteen hundred. I got you. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's actually a really sweet deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm assuming it's over now. I'm guessing uh, that that I see it. I see it flicker on Best Buy every once in a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can confirm. I mean, I I bought. It was been just over a year now. I bought an out of the box, you know, pre-built one. And even though a couple of wires I had to plug in, I had to open it up and plug a few things in. I had our good buddy Lee Navarro, who's just awesome. He's my go-to PC expert um, from our group. But anyway, he kind of, we got on a FaceTime call and he walked me through a couple pieces that I needed to secure a little better. You know, they're, they're a little bit messy in some of these factories as they kind of shove things in there. So maybe it's not quite as clean or perfect as a custom build would be because you can really perfectly measure everything out because they're using just parts off of a shelf, you know. Um, but 
in general, I'm very, very happy with it. I, I've had a couple of hiccups here and there, things that are just come with the territory with PCs, you know, with different updates. <laughs> I had a big Windows issue at one point. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, before we move on to something else, Jeff, you just upgraded the Windows 11. I haven't done yeah, that yet. I was just going to briefly mention it, but uh, I haven't had a chance to game on it or anything yet. Um, okay. Everything I've gamed on this week has been on one of the uh, dinky consoles. I feel like a poor. Uh, you are. <laughs> As one oh, yeah. speaking to another, you're a poorzy. <laughs> Poor. Welcome to but poor gen. It was a generally, generally, was it a, an easy update? Was it kind of just like rolling any other kind of update through? When it, it was gives you the faster. I mean, I remember the Windows 10 update because I've updated on several Windows 7 computers, personal computers, not at work. Um, that's a different story. But uh, this was the fastest update for to an OS I've, <laughs> I've ever done, and it was so freaking seamless. It doesn't ask you. Hey, do you need to keep files or whatever? It just assumes you do, and it just updates you to the next OS. They're finally, catching up to Apple when it's like, yeah, we'll yeah. update this without breaking everything. Exactly, right. exactly. They'll they'll maybe add some, and they did do that thing that Apple does, where they add some annoying apps in there on the homepage yeah. that you're like, okay, I don't, I don't care about stocks. Get get out of here. They force <laughs> um, you to download the latest U2 album. I get it. Stonks. Oh, yeah, yeah what's that about stonks? U2 uh, album. Uh, uh, Windows doesn't. It's like two things I had to disable at startup that it added okay. to it and that was it um but yeah other than that it's seamless and it's uh it runs faster for sure eric did you upgrade to windows 11 yet are you gonna uh unless i'm told there's a reason to now okay yeah i'm kind of waiting it out just until i i feel like when big updates happen i wait for that first point one or point two update after that and then this i go one... for it that's my rules um, usually this one has i don't think any previous version of windows has had uh auto hdr so this is their first foray into auto HDR, where like you just much like your TV would on a game, um, if you have an amazing TV like I do, uh, you turn on a game and it just goes right to HDR because it detects that it would operate in HDR. Very cool. So. All right. Well, then there you go. You guys can play more of those Capcom games because that's where they're going to be. Definitely on PC. And by the way, I, I think we mentioned this already, but some of their bigger exclusive games like Monster Hunter Stories and Monster Hunter Rise, those are. Well, Stories is already on PC, Monster Hunter Stories mm -hmm. 2, and then Rise is hitting this January, and I think it's going to be a really pretty way to play that game. Not that it isn't, not that it's ugly on the Switch, it's uh, just really limited. Uh, well, you well, I mean, find yeah. yourself into others. Yeah, if you compare it to World, yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, it's it looks be... pretty good on this. Are you? Uh, never mind. Yeah, I'm I thought not so. gonna I mean, he's, he's, he's the the dialogue. Dialogue. No, I'm, I'm not biting. I'm not biting. Never mind. <laughs> I, I I redact my statement. <laughs> you guys are a bit. You are a bit. I no, saw your no, faces. No, 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 I no. hear no. a bit. Saw I mean, your eyes. If, if I by bite you mean like say that you're wrong. Yes. He just he that. just came here to stir the pot. He just came. Yeah, here I know. I know. And I'm pulling back. I'm not letting him do it. It is. Uh, I wouldn't go as far to say that it's ugly, but it's not the best looking. All right, major. It's, it's, it's not beautiful, but it's good for a handheld game. Yeah. Major hack of Twitch happened this past week. That's been all the news for everybody, and it reveals. And this is exactly how I wrote it down because this is my takeaway: that streamers make way more money than they should. That's what we discovered <laughs> agree, yeah. from this. I mean, they're top. Get into like athletes, right? Their, their top right? fifty list is crazy. Yep. Like most of these folks have made seven digits. Most of them. I thought like a few of them were in the millions. I didn't realize that top fifty were pretty much all making millions within the last yeah. twelve months or something. That's yeah, this was like a him. two year over a year and a half worth of stuff, like yeah. twenty eighteen or nineteen. So most of them are averaging a million or more in some cases per year. A That's year, insane. Yeah. Tim, Tim, we got to get this ball rolling. We got to get on Twitch. We got to start doing stuff. Yeah. You got to be. I'm going to get their hot tub out. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I honestly I mean, don't know. I mean, very interesting. You sit on there. I'll tell you, shut I up. Really 
Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. I know it's a thing. I know that especially the younger generations like to sit and watch their favorite streamers play and they like their commentary. They think they're funny or they think they're good looking or whatever the thing is. <laughs> I, I, I understand sort of the draw. And oh, the few yeah. times I've tried to watch little clips of it, like, all right, let's see what this is all about. I'm like, ugh, this is so oh, annoying. Oh. I, I watch like um, a handful of streamers I, I enjoy, yeah. and um, I, I I'm just think grumpy. Any, I think like one of them is in the top fifty or whatever. I'm just and, and I got to be honest, like when I watch them, I'm watching them to go to sleep. Uh, but like I do yeah. digest streamers, but it's it's never while it's streaming. It's like when they upload to YouTube. Oh yeah, and I can yeah, exactly. kind of skip around <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, I will say that like the like even like Bruce Green, you know, like I love that guy, but like a four hour stream, he's obviously not at eleven comedy wise for all four hours. No. So like he'll, yeah. he'll release videos that are like twenty minutes long of like his funniest jokes or whatever, and like those are the things that I really I can like see that watch. like a, that be- yeah. greatest hits that makes more yeah sense. Yeah, yeah like yeah. greatest hits of this stream this night of this seven hour stream here's twenty minutes you know <laughs> I think so what, the I more of it for watch... me is that I watch movies and TV and I'm way behind there's plenty of movies and TV that I want to catch up on and watch yeah. so when I'm when so I am that, passively love, yeah. taking an entertainment I want to watch shows and movies I haven't seen yet and yeah. very rarely will I'm, I rewatch I'm here for that. Yeah. And if I want to play games, I, or if I want to experience a game, I want to play it. And that's play just it, kind of the way it. that, I mean, maybe that's old school, maybe I'm an old man. But no, just, no, I, I agree. Well, Again, that's why I kind of watch this stuff, like, as I'm going to sleep, because, like, I'm not going to be too attached to wanting to stay awake while, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. easy to, like, fall asleep to, like, you know, Lawrence, you know, Sontag from Funhouse, you know, like, killing people in GTA San Andreas, because, like, he's just talking over a low-volume video game. And, like, it's super easy to fall asleep to, you know. But I don't know how much I would sit, like, of my Saturday, no. you know. <laughs> like, I can't imagine being Watching a four-and-a-half-hour stream of a game yeah. I've already played, you know. Like, that's, that's not that's not who I am, you know? Yeah. Uh, Derek, you don't watch any of this stuff, do you? Your kids, though? Your boys watch some of this? They do. I mean, I was only going to add that I watch, um, and I've talked about him before, Fighting Cowboy. But I don't watch him because I'm, like, in love with him. I watch him because I'm using him. I treat him like a girl. I just use him. Like, he knows how to play games better than me, so I'll watch him, get the strategy, (laughs) and then I'll go play the game. So you actually are using him almost like a guide. That makes sense. Yeah, he's a guide. Yeah, Yeah. He is my guide. So wait, are you the reason? He's the only reason I was able to beat Bloodborne. Like, because I went and watched him, and he was showing me where, you know, certain weapons were and strategies and i was like okay i think i can do this and then i started playing it and building confidence and then i started playing on my own so that's why i always tell people that are like i really want to get into dark souls and stuff well then you have to invest you have to invest time and energy if you're not willing to do that it's like learning a, a music uh, uh, a guitar. Like people all the time when they find out I play guitar, always wanted to learn. My no, you didn't. Cause you would have done it. Really it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's a good point. Uh, Dan, do you watch any streamers? Anything? I mean, else? just just easy allies. I like more of the group setting, which is um kind of like why yeah. with like podcasts, I prefer there being like a three, at least three, four people. Like I like there being a group setting because it feels like you're hanging out with friends. So okay, but um, that makes sense to me because you're this, watching like you're watching yeah. <laughs> streamers that you also listen to them weekly on a podcast. That right? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like if they're playing something that I'm not interested, that like then it's I find myself struggling to yeah. care to watch it. But like they're still having fun conversations. Um. But yeah, like I prefer more like the easy allies, like them like in a group kind of hanging out and playing a game. So they do most of it on YouTube though, don't they? They're not yeah, really... they do. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But a lot of their stuff are still like four-hour streams that they're just like, we're gonna play this yeah. game where all nine of us are gonna sit together and like, right. and it's it is a lot of fun. It's, He's right. It's on Tuesdays they do the group streams, but then like throughout the week they do individual streams or, or like, doubles kind of or trip. Yeah, doubles. Yeah, or yeah. Doubles, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, this is good news for all you guys, and we'll be very excited because the Ubisoft direction they're taking with all Tom Clancy properties is super fascinating. Uh, they're releasing Ghost Recon Frontline, coming out for all platforms. Don't worry, you'll be able to play this everywhere. It's a free-to-play player versus player game, so get ready, oh. man. Like, I feel like I'm breaking right? my neck. I'm shaking my head in disagreement so much, you know. Like, I don't know, man. Tom Clancy. Though. Tom Clancy from his grave is watching a Gen Z raver like game coming out <laughs> soon. Now free to play, whatever. Like, no, nah, I'm like so not about where Tom Clancy is at. He, right he's now. asking where Splinter Cell is. They're like, shut up, you're I, dead. I, where's Rainbow Six Vegas Three? Where's Rainbow Six anything that's interesting that's not Siege? You know, so like, me, where, where all these? Games? This is a, for real thought on this because it is fun to make fun of them and what they're doing here, but. A real thought on this is I do wonder with how much they struggled with the last Ghost Recon game. Um, mm-hmm. Help me, what, what was that one called? Not Wildlands. Wild, Wild, uh, was it Wildlands? No, there was Wildlands, and then there was a different one. Wildlands I, did I well. Yeah, Wildlands Breakpoint. did well. Breakpoint. Yeah, Wildlands, I actually had fun with that one. I love yeah, Wildlands. Breakpoint. I didn't. Oh actually... no, it was, I did play Breakpoint, and I was like, "This is because Breakpoint bad. was like Division, where like you, everything was like a bullet sponge, and it wasn't really tactical." But they and... they changed Breakpoint. Like Breakpoint's kind of doing what Siege did, and that's it started out really rocky, and now it's getting a growing a player base. Well, and Siege is good because it's good PvP, but like there's no PVE at all in Siege, you know. So it's like I I, I yeah I remember Breakpoint like Siege not them. being like uh uh you know well received at first, but then pe- the people who are like multiplayer focused only like yeah. really latched onto it like a few months later but i i hear well, this news Breakpoint and I wonder... did a good job of adding squad okay yeah, like yeah. first if you played solo you were solo mm-hmm. now you can have ai that was the stupid decision oh, i cool. know they did other things but well, they, upgrade, they changed the entire like uh story narrative of that they game. do that, that often one, yeah there was one of those that's one of those games that like you know a, a year later or six months later it was like oh this is a, a completely different experience now i haven't played it yeah. so i don't have first-hand experience but but just I seeing their their experience with wildlands and breakpoint i do wonder if they've realized hey, we could actually do a lot more with these microtransactions. And the way people play these games, it's much more akin to a free-to-play experience. So I'm not that surprised by this. This by itself isn't nearly as, in my opinion, as as startling as the new Rainbow Six that'll come out in January, February, whenever that comes out. Just the the look of that, the extraction game just looks not Rainbow Six to me. But maybe it will be. I I don't know. Um, And then the other one there, Tom Clancy goes to a rave. Um... A compilation Deviant, game. something stupid with an x in it so i, well, I was I, gonna I, say this actually makes sense because of what you just said and that is they struggled on the front end when they were charging people and then once it went free to play and people actually started playing it those games like blew up and so i don't, I think I don't know what like, it is about first person shooters or shooters in general that are third persons you know that have like skins or like wild wacky express yourself avatars or characters <laughs> but like it is all the rage right now and i'm super over it already like i'm just couldn't couldn't be more over it especially the vision is doing it too right everything is doing it if you're a shooter right now like you're you're trying your best to like give people a chance to get customizations via like um i don't know like play like monthly play cards or seasons or whatever and like it's a weird it's a weird trend that i just like 
I don't know if I get yeah. yet. I don't know if it's something I, I understand. I think it's gonna work though. I think I think Derek's right. I think no, they, they will they make see, money. I yeah. think they're seeing, hey, that model that was we were using before wasn't working with this franchise, so let's switch it out. So I think, I think so, it'll work for them. It's just not my thing. I know. Well, sadly, I think, yeah, like, I think it's, it's like the be... entire sanctity of those games are like being destroyed to like you know appease yeah, maybe younger people cool or whatever. Stuff. You know. So, yeah, yeah, and I understand what Kyle's saying because what I was gonna say is like if we we the hardcore I would consider as hardcore gamers can ignore that stuff and let the, I mean, he just left the room, but my son Ian would be, he's not a hardcore gamer. He plays a lot of games, but it's just to be social with his friends. Those guys are, they just go from whatever's popular to the next. They're going to fade. So this, this little thing that we're going through, this little kick of Fortnite and all this bull crap, it's going to die eventually. And then we'll get our games back. Yeah. So I think I it'll so. be fine in the end. We just have to ignore weathering. We gotta weather. I'm not gonna whine, but I no, I'll and let the and other whiners whine, yeah. and then they'll when get people their say way. they spend 100 hours on Fortnite a month or whatever, hey, dude, I'm all about you spending your time however you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really, I, I couldn't be yeah. more happy for you if that's your thing or whatever. But like, <laughs> I just wish we didn't have to sacrifice like single it's, player like Ghost it's Recon the influx of them, right? Or, it's the influx. Like, it's, it's Fortnite inspired like experiences like that. That and that's what kills them is when yeah. you get an overflow of the same thing, just minor variations to try to differentiate yourself. When it's oversaturated, people get tired of it and yeah. it dies. So well, battle royale is a bad word does. now. It's a bad <laughs> word. Like oh, yeah. if you say the words battle royale, like people are like immediately check out. You yeah. Know? So it's, it's like even in an episode of Mythic Quest, that's the whole storyline. <laughs> oh, get out of here! That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, Dan, what were you gonna say? Yeah, no, I was just saying the oversaturation and and then because the whole industry is like, well, that makes a bunch of money. I got to do that thing. And it's like, well, you're not coming at it from like, I know, I know it's about money too, but like there is, you know, some of these developers, they do care about like sort of the art of it. Right. But when it's just strictly the the business part where it's just like business, business, money, got to make money. then it's like, eh, but this isn't fun though. You just want to make money and throw skins at us. Cause like, cool, I can change my outfit. Like you were saying, Kyle, like. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm well, with it, you. It was the same thing with sandbox games. Like, for the longest time, the term sandbox game, there were so many of those games that were right. made. They right. stopped using that term sandbox, and now we call them open world games, which we get too many of those <laughs> now, too. And now that's kind of like a trigger word for some people. So it's like, yeah. it's a cyclical industry thing as well. Yeah, and so. that's what we call open area games, litter box. Open games. area they're kind different. of sandboxes. Yeah, yeah they're right. more of a litter box situation. It's a, um, it's a little wordy. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, so let's talk about this company or the the studio that did yakuza or yakuza whoever wrote this one in can you talk to me about the rgg studio announcement who added this yeah one? i just saw the headline and i just put it in there because it's like well this is a bummer well that, bummer half bummer half cool because they announced the sequel um rgg studio has revealed that a uh, sequel to last year's yakuza like a dragon is in development alongside the news that yakuza creator uh toshihiro uh nagoshi is officially departing from sega so that's super sad. He was he coached from a Chinese developer, right? That's right. I, think I wouldn't I be read, surprised. If I, don't I read know. correctly, yeah. Some, okay, so some he's like not big... like retiring or something. He's no, no. I, I think he was poached by a Chinese uh, mm-hmm. game developer. And I think it was two people, right? It was I him know. and someone else. Yeah, and, like, they're paying him. To, like he's he's going to be very fortunate. <laughs> Let's just yeah. say, like they're paying yeah. him very well. So. Was it ten cent? I bet it was ten cent. 
Oh, they don't. It might have been. Yeah, I, I, I to be ever. honest, I forget, so I don't, I don't want to clarify that. But, uh, hearing yeah. Jeff say uh, Trump's version of China, which I'm not China. good at. China. Um, but hearing you say that reminds me that uh, SNL just added a new guy. I don't know if he'll be good on SNL, but I've seen a few of his videos that have gone oh, this viral. Oh, the Trump guy. Share. It, he's really good at Trump. Yeah. His name is like Austin Green or something like that. Really good Trump. I mean, he he is. I, I'm assuming it's on TikTok or maybe it's on YouTube. Is that, yeah, is that the guy from TikTok who does like he, would he like, does the breathing dead on and like his the, pauses like the, the, yeah, the pause like, to process the thought dude it's it's as if, if you close your eyes it's trump talking it's so yeah, good wow. he actually even talks about mario uh the, the bowser's fury but he talks about that game <laughs> oh that's so it's like, funny oh it's really really funny man and he talks all about like trump oh, really good. he's huge he's really big he's really big i mean it's, it's just fantastic some would it's, say the best and like he does <laughs> yeah. the breathing it's so perfect it's really good so i have no idea if he'll be actually good on snl i realize that's a totally different animal to tackle as opposed to just doing um, video. But, you know, that being said, though, it's not just about that one person. Yes, he created it. Obviously, it's like, you know, if you think of like a Kojima game, you think a Metal Gear would be weird without Kojima. But, I mean, there are talented developers out there. They could make a Metal Gear game. I mean, Konami sucks. They can go to hell, but, you know. I'm choosing optimism on this whole entire news story, but, like, to play devil's advocate right now, many times when a showrunner leaves a TV show, the DNA and vibe of a show changes completely. American God. It is it a community, people. you know, the community, gaslight year. Yeah. They had to bring uh, there's, there, there <laughs> is something to be... I, I, I love how, like... Uh, I think I posted something in the group today and everybody was like glowingly positive about it, which like, I'm glad that everyone's for once in CG being uh, optimistic about anything. So good, yeah. good for you guys. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, I think that like, it's a, it's a situation where it's like, just be wary. Like things are going to be and feel different. They will, because like, they're like the, that guy created Yakuza. Like he's been so well, ingrained in, this game is already different. It's turn-based. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think that, like, this is a good time for him to exit, if I if I can, mm. like, from the devil's advocate thing, because this is a new era of, like, Yakuza and everything like that. So, like, maybe it is time to kind of give it up to, like, a, a, a you know, a newer generation and everything like that. I think there yeah. is room for this series to feel fresh. I think there's so much bones here to work off of. Um, um, but, you know, just, you know, be a healthy funny. amount of skepticism is okay. <laughs> I think it is, too. And I think in general, whenever someone new takes the helm on any creative project, it's okay to be a little nervous, but also give them space to do something. Because we've seen it with movies, well with said. TV shows, a new so showrunner, you know, someone steps in to help fill the gap. And it's like, whoa, I like what they did with this. It's different um, than the last one, but I like what sure. they did. And sometimes it falls on its face. So, like, it, it there really There are plenty depends. of examples of it working. Yeah, A, well a, good, a good example yeah. that just popped in my head, Sh uh, Shinji Mikami, the creator of Resident Evil um, and Evil Within. He did mm -hmm. the first Evil Within. He was involved uh, pretty deeply in that, but not in the second one. I actually like the second Evil Within more than the first one. Oh, so, you. you know. That. That's, a, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a good counterpoint. We're, we're going to see yeah. it with God of War Ragnarok. We're going to have a new director, although Corey Barlog does not sound like he's uninvolved. It sounds like he's still yeah. very, very involved. And that one feels director. good like this one feels good. It's like we took a writer that has been here all along, and we put him as the director. And like there that's the case for the God of War and this. And like that feels really good. It's like, oh yeah, hire from within, you know, and like a guy who's who's not just seeing the game for what it is, literally creating the DNA of it by writing it, you know. So like Great. I think that's a really good move for both of those projects. I agree. I agree. Well, let's talk about the Grand Theft Auto trilogy remaster, one of the worst kept secrets in the business. Uh, but it's been officially announced by Rockstar now. So the good news here, there's a couple of pieces of good news, of course, with GTA involved, uh, is it is coming this year to 
PlayStation 4, PlayStation Good. 5. I need more X- old games. Xbox One, for real. Yeah. Xbox One, Xbox Series, uh, both S and X, Switch, and PC. And early next year, it's going to be coming to mobile. So Yes, that's where I'm going to wait for it. Why not? Um, the quote is one of the many quotes featuring no. a swath of graphical and no. gameplay improvements, but we have not seen real footage of here's what it's going to look like and that kind of yeah. thing. So I am curious, what are the actual improvements? What is it? What did they remaster exactly? Yeah. Um, all that being they, said though, in general, this is exciting, especially here's how I'm looking at it. And I'm going to see what you guys think. If across all platforms, it's generally the same kind of old school look with some polish. I feel like Switch is the place for me to get this because I'll be able to play it on the go, laying in bed, sitting on the couch while someone else is using the TV. That that sounds appealing to me. Mm-hmm. But if it's pretty clearly, you know, the performance and and visuals are drastically and dramatically improved on PC and on the newer consoles, it's a no-brainer to get it there instead. So it just depends. What, what are you guys thinking about this? Are you going to get these? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to get it. I haven't actually... I don't think I've beaten San Andreas. That's the only one I haven't beaten of the three that were uh, that are coming out. GTA three I've beaten several times, Vice City several times. Um, so I'm excited to actually beat that one for the first time. <laughs> I know it's longer, but you know. Um, and I had a similar opinion that Kyle mentioned uh, previously to San Andreas um, when I was at the age when it came out. I was like, I don't want an RPG guys. I just want to, you know. Yeah. Pick up hookers in a car and whatever, you know. I just, and, yeah, and now I and now I'm it. like, I want. I wish I would shoot my nine millimeter in GTA five and like my. You know, like my bar fill or whatever. That was, yeah, yeah. I, I actually really like game. that stuff. I like the eating, and I like the. Yeah. I have to go work out, or I'll get fat. You know, like I, I like yeah. all that stuff. Like I think yeah. that uh, looking back on it, I go, all that stuff is like, what was I thinking? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what my hangup was. Those were all my favorite aspects about it. All the, all the added systems, and and there being three separate like cities essentially. That like, was different my favorite sections. Part. Yeah, um, absolutely. There was a diversity swimming. of areas, even Vegas and swimming. Swimming, yeah. I, you swimming. know, having the three different cities with this open space in between, with like dirt bike trails and all this kind of like open country, mm-hmm. which of course we saw, especially in GTA Five, they yeah. kind of opened that up even more. But um, that was to me that was brand new. The idea of really making yeah. Open world game feels super, super open. I loved that. To so much. me, that Love still that. feels like one of the biggest games of all time. Like in terms of like uh, size of map and everything like that. I'm sure like statistics would prove me otherwise. But like when I'm just thinking about it, I'm like, boy, that map just took so long to get across in good ways. Right. You know, like I think back then for sure. Yeah. Back then for sure. Yeah. I wonder if I go back and I go, no, Witcher Three is three times as big as. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But like in in my mind again, like just the feeling of it, it's like, oh, that map was so big. I think the biggest map is actually Microsoft Flight Simulator has the biggest map. Cheating. Does that count? The whole world. (laughs) It's the world. All right. Um, you can fly for real, like for twenty hours, guys. So cool. Go to Dubai Uh, (laughs) right now. (laughs) Sorry, I know I'm making fun of it beautiful game really interesting but who would want to make a 20-hour flight just because like it's realistic i don't know hot tub streamers i guess the streamers back to streamers streamers. amaranth probably Probably. i made a hot tub in the sky (laughs) uh this coming week we'll get an animal crossing direct on the 15th and they're going to reveal brewster coffee shop i guess that's a thing oh my god yeah it was um it was whatever the last like main line like animal crossing game it had like a cafe you could work in or something like people have been anticipating this so they're going to talk about that so we'll find out more this week um the kingdom hearts games we'll get to the smash brothers thing in a second the kingdom hearts games are coming to switch but guys good news you can't download them for real you can play them on the cloud so yeah oh great news thank god i was gonna say if i can download someone literally reached out to me because i cannot wait to play these games at work and i go 
Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope you have the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. I don't think the switch is gonna work. I don't think I don't think our IT department's gonna get your switch set up on our Wi-Fi. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this was to me, and we don't have to go too deep in it. It's pretty obvious where it's like, why? Why are these the cloud versions? I can I guess you can make a good case for Kingdom Hearts three. I guess, in my yes. opinion, it still ran on last gen consoles. It should they should be able to create a port that works on Switch. If they could but, make Witcher three work on there, like Kingdom yes. Hearts three could yeah. easily but I could, work. But I could understand how maybe that one's more work. So maybe it's Kingdom yeah. Hearts one and two. Let's do them um, downloadable, you know, purchasable versions. Three is cloud only. Then I could at least go. All right, I get that. I suppose. But all three of them, I don't know, man. Yeah, no, you okay. your your weird feeling is correct. That's yeah, <laughs> that is the correct feeling to have. Yeah. And it, it's so funny. Like, so there's the IGN Nintendo voice chat forums group, which I typically have decent conversations in there with folks when I do, you know, uh, interact in there. But it's really funny whenever anyone criticized this, people come to their defense. It's so crazy. Like, well, this is the future of gaming, so get on board. You know that kind of thing. And it's like, well, if it doesn't no. work well, then. Yeah. We I don't have, I'm sorry, but uh, as yes. Americans, like, we don't we don't have the, the infrastructure yet. But the thing is, even if right it now. works, even if it works well, though, it could always go down. And then it's like and, and that's not the end of the world. But like, it's still an issue for me if like then I can't even play a video game that I would just normally be able to play because I can just simply download it. Like, well, I think there's it, nothing, you know, what is the appeal of buying a game on the switch issue. for you guys? What's the appeal? Of Kingdom Hearts, being able to portability. No, being mobile. any game. Oh, yeah, any game. Uh, like, uh, yeah, portability. Like, even being if able you don't to... travel a lot, it's around your house, right? You can kind of move throughout the house. You can go to the bathroom. You could be in your bed. You could be on your. I'll couch, sit there and whatever. watch Scrubs for the a thousandth time while playing whatever you grinding in some JRPG. You know, and like you don't it, have it, to worry about if your Wi-Fi connection maintains the same strength, signal strength right. throughout your house. Right. Yeah. And people are saying like, well, just put it in the dock and use the Ethernet. And I'm like, OK, I could do that. But then I'm going to just get the much, 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 much better versions on the other consoles. And now it's you're gonna, playing you know, it on the now you're playing it on your TV where you know, other TV. consoles exist. So yeah. Yeah. I would say in the rare occasion where Switch is the only console you own. OK, I could see how for you, that individual, this is a positive. You can finally play these games. OK, fair enough. And please do. Yeah, play them. <laughs> and that's the only scenario where I can see this being a, a really good move. Right? People will buy them. I think people will give them a shot because Kingdom Hearts is such a beloved franchise. But I just think this is a really dumb move, personally. I'm, it I'm is. one of the biggest Kingdom Hearts fans ever, and I'm not buying this. <laughs> like, I just, I can't. It just is. I don't like have to. I have them. Yeah, well, exactly. I own them on PS4, PS4 slash 5. So. so, yeah, there's no reason for me to. And if it's on like... PS4, you can use your Vita to play them mobily probably more smoothly than over the cloud yeah which is very <laughs> just sad to say out loud. your remote play from your vita is probably going to be smoother than the cloud version i've tried the cloud version for hitman 3 and for control and it was cool to see those games on the switch but I, i've got a pretty strong connection at least i think it is it's a, a close to a thousand megabytes per second download yeah that should be more than enough to, I mean, yep. it streams everything in high definition. We have like mm -hmm. four or five of us all watching Netflix and playing online games all at once, no problems. I should be able to stream one game late at night when I'm the only one awake. And I've tried it and control. I, I was sitting right by my router. I was not plugged in hardline. And it still would like, it would play a little bit. And then anytime any action happened, everything would kind of like go blurry a little bit. And I was like, I can't play a game like this. It's Sorry. a frenetic game. I mean, that had frame rate issues on like the actual consoles that it released on to begin well, with so. fair to say that the kingdom hearts games need that same amount of yeah there's a lot of enemies and yeah, yeah. you, you yeah, need yeah. to be able to control it yeah. actively so anyway if it were a turn-based game i suppose you could maybe make a case but anyway um but it is it is coming to switch technically also sora 
as part of that announcement, you know, there's the whole big Kingdom Hearts thing with the Switch. So that part got probably the most discussion because of the yay, oh no, reaction that everyone had to the cloud versions. Yeah, um, sure. But also, Sora is the final Smash Brothers DLC character. And it, this is also a significant moment because they're, this is officially the end of development on Smash Brothers. So this is it. Like This is the final piece they're adding. I, I know that at least two of you uh, love this game and play it actively, but Dan, I especially want to get your thoughts since you had high hopes for other <laughs> characters. I need to know who, who I need to know who put that nonsense in there. Who put that in there? I assumed Derek, but Derek, that would be too much effort on Derek's part. So. I don't know. I don't know. It was my dog walked across keyboard. It says STFU, Dan. No one cares. On so. the uh, on the notes beside Sora going to Smash Brothers, it says STFU, Dan. Nobody cares. So I see STFU. I assume I Derek. So. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, this is obviously a culmination, and it's 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 obvious. It's an obvious choice. It makes sense. It's it, so it is obvious, a, man. It is a good choice. I've just, like I said before, I it just selfishly, I wanted it to be Gino, because then that potentially leads to, like, is there a sequel or a remake coming out of Super Dan, Mario? It's, it's, it's me, you, and Tim on this podcast who play that game, and maybe six other people in the world. No, you lots of I mean? people. Lots of people. <laughs> you know, like, it's such, it's such a niche a Mario RPG. experience. That's you know, no, that's a it is beloved. RPG. You're right. I, I am it's being beloved. productive. Right? It is beloved by the six people Kyle just mentioned. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just loudly loved. Loudly loved. Honestly, you. it's the same as like Chrono Trigger. Like, yeah, we at least got Chrono Cross, but like, it's like, why hasn't there been more Chrono games? Like, yeah. what the hell is going on? I really like, think I it's just, like tied up in some weird ownership. I don't know. Thing. Dude. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it, it's it's obviously a oh, good. Not gonna happen. You know, uh, I think you should uh, rot in hell. So right. I'm already doing it on this podcast. All right, good. Well, uh, so when does Sora We're arrive? Halfway there. Is that this month? <laughs> halfway there. <laughs> what? Is that this month that Sora hits Smash Brothers? Um, I don't know if he gave a date. To be honest, I, thought I didn't catch the date. That was like day and date like that they announced it at the direct no. and they were like no, no, oh no. it's not oh okay no no maybe it's not. maybe like, it is so i don't know i really don't, i honestly don't know yeah. i think it's end of the let month let me check let me check yeah, find out find out for us uh, um, i will right. say let let poor sakurai do literally anything else that Dude, guy let him have has, like a two-year long vacation that guy like, has like, like been wanting to quit for like 20 years it feels like <laughs> and like they still like were like but we need one more character you know and like i just feel like that guy's been in like his studio it's like, for the last it's like the kojima years. it's like the kojima of like nintendo like kojima wanted to stop making metal gear games but they, they were like but but one like, more, please. Can we can get more, one more. Yeah, can like... we get Metal Gear Solid Five, please? Well, since uh... we're talking about the Switch, I do want to get, and it's easy to troll folks who spent their money on this, but I want to get actual thoughts, especially Derek, if you've played it. I want to get thoughts on the Switch OLED version that just came out. And I know it's easy to troll it because it's like that's not a real upgrade, and it's like we know it's not an upgrade. Uh, but anyway, I do want to hear your thoughts. Have you tried it out? Have you had any time to play anything significant on it? How's it look? On the OLED? Yeah. I mean, it looks good. I haven't. I played Metroid for like thirty seconds and got to <laughs> like the second area. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't yeah. know where I'm going. But as far as how it looks, it looks it looks really good. I was even showing Ian. Um, I was like, "This is my new toy. You probably don't care." And he's like, "No, the screen looks cool, Dad." I was like, "Yeah." It's... And then he said, "Of course it's white because you're racist." <laughs> um, Wow, Jesus wow. Christ! He really is turning into you more and more, isn't he? <laughs> Couldn't he be more proud of that. It's really like four of them because all three of my kids have my mouth. And is, yeah. 
Is it a heavier system now? Does it feel heavy when you hold it? Doesn't to me. It feels okay. It feels good. Do you, um, do you remember how the OG man. feels compared to this? Like, can you like expound on maybe like, is it lighter? Does it feel more comfortable? I know it's like the same ergonometry or the same like you know curves and stuff, but like. I mean, as far as weight, it feels the same. But as far as it does, like okay. how big it is, I feel like it That's feels like how it should feel. Like it okay. fits perfectly. It's got a nice screen, and I know a lot of you know OLEDs, but maybe not all of you own an OLED. But it really does like make the game look better, even though you're playing this same exact game, same resolution, everything, because the contrast is so good. Like again, I only got to play a little bit of Metroid. I'm gonna. I already downloaded two Zelda games and then um, Mario Kart. But all of those games are going to look just a little bit better. So if that yeah. matters to people and you can upgrade, no, I would never tell people who own a Switch already, go buy a second one unless you need a second one. No, this is not that type of upgrade. It's not an upgrade. It's literally a Switch with a better screen. That's it. Like the battery's and, not even better, right? Like no, like the only out. other upgrade would be you went from 32 gigabytes to 64 gigabytes of internal memory, but mm. nobody cares. You can buy like 32 gigabytes or 64 gigabyte cards for like 20 to 30 dollars. They're on sale all the time, so it's mm. not like their memory costs a lot of money. You can so, even get 250 gigs at like 80 yeah, whenever you're shopping the yeah, sales. It's, like, it's not expensive at all. So it's not an upgrade. And anybody, I, I shared it in the group, our group chat. If anybody watched it, probably didn't. But Digital Foundry did a video on the Switch OLED. Um, OLED um, and basically, that's what he talks about in the intro. He's like, this is what Nintendo does. This is not an upgrade. It's just another one of their handhelds that they're making another version of it that does things a little bit better or looks a little bit better. This is what they've done on all handhelds. And it's true. So I I think the the outcry for a lot of gamers, and it even happened in our group, I saw several people commenting like, this is this is the waste of an upgrade. It's not a fucking upgrade. Now no, go try to buy it, one. Right? You got to you got to reframe that's, it. Yeah, that's yeah. the issue. It's all about yeah. perspective. Games media started this started this rumor that a Switch Pro, Pro was coming. Here we go. I'm not saying I didn't want it. I I would have loved a Switch Pro. Yeah, but I'm okay with this because I know how Nintendo works, and on, I'm just speaking business. I'm not talking about me as a consumer. On the business side, this is, and I said it in the group chat, this is smart. Even if you don't like that they only upgraded really the screen or made a screen look better, this is smart because go try to buy one right now. Go on. Good <laughs> Can't luck. Can't do it, man. They didn't do it. And they didn't yeah. do anything. All they did is charge you $50 more to release the exact same thing with a little bit better screen. Yeah. That's a good point. That's it. They, they released got on your TV. They right? released the Nintendo DS four, four, five, four or five different iterations yeah. of it. You know, yeah. the DS, yeah. the DS Lite, the uh, 3DS, and the 2DS. You know, are the ones. And I you can do think of. Don't, the new 3DS too. You don't. 3D, really I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 
you don't release a Switch Pro when your Switch is already selling good. You can't when release you see a the, new Switch right now. You're no. splitting your you're splitting your skew like no way. Like it just it seems well, really also, silly to get a new system out there when the I one that you currently have is selling so well. Um, the chip shortages that was the that was like supposedly the reason like they didn't have enough like of the actual no. like no that, this that is stuff, them so. making a business decision to go the switch is only four years old yeah it's still selling out everywhere yeah, it's dominating the charts we they've been, will they've been a cultural we will like sell another switch i would yeah. i wouldn't even i don't even i'm sure they'll call it a switch because they try to do it with the with the Wii, they're yeah. like, we, we, you, and then that screwed up. But I'm sure they're going to want to keep the Switch name think, in it, but they're, the going going sell you, they're going to sell you a Switch, Switch 2. Plus. Yeah. It's going to be a Switch it's Plus be down Switch the row. 2, for sure. Yeah. Switch Max. It's Switch, <laughs> Switch Extreme. Switch Blade. Yeah. Ultimate. Switch, my, Switch Blade. My, oh, come on, let's do it. My 30-second <laughs> review is, no, I don't regret trading in my Switch that I was rarely using and getting this version, which I plan on taking to work. I'm going to yeah. download all my games now. I actually brought it into work, and then I realized, oh, I can't set it up because I don't have any internet access. Mm. But I'm going to set it up here at my house, download the stuff I care about. I buy most of my games digital, and then I'm going to take it to work because I don't get the game a lot, and I'm going to, when I'm having downtime, I'm going to pick it up and start playing. Yeah. So, I no, I good... agree with you what you're saying 100%. It was a very smart business move. And I think the DS comparison is probably the most apt one, although 3DS doesn't count. That truly was a new console, just like the Wii U was a new console from the Wii. So, the 3DS doesn't count as an iteration on their handhelds, although they did add more versions of the 3DS. But for the DS, mm -hmm. for the DS, the one that compares the most to me is when they did like the XL or the DSi. So, these mm -hmm. were very minor improvements on screen clarity, the brightness of it. And they did some battery life improvements. They made the things, the screens bigger with the XL. Same system, same cartridges worked. Your account stayed yep. the same. It was the same system. So it's very comparable. I think when they did the jump from the 3DS to the new 3DS, that was a little weird because they actually had a couple of games that were new 3DS yeah. only. only. That was a little different. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then you also could only play Super Nintendo the the downloadable Super Nintendo games, yeah. remember that? Um, so anyway, mm -hmm. all that to say, this is more like the DS improvements, the little slight tweak, the little XL screen, the little they had a little nub on the one, whatever. They they had all kinds of little additions, um, and tweaks. And so I'm with you. This is exactly what that is. I think folks who get it sounds like you're gonna enjoy, especially when they play portably a lot. Folks who have it on the dock all the time, why would you do this? You know, why would no, you bother? don't buy it unless you're going to do what I did and that's get the square root of OLED and double up on your OLED and that's it. There you that's go. That's the only reason to it do it. It makes it that much clearer. Well, yeah. um, this, that's one it of those things where my, uh, so my son's <laughs> switch, it, it's, um, its fan is incredibly loud, like the cooling fan. It, it just sounds like it's going to burn out sometime in the next, it could last a while, but it's just, you know, it's making that noise. It's that death knell that you hear from old electronics that have been beat up a little too much. They're not super careful with their devices. But um, anyway, I could see us needing to replace a switch in the future. And what I would probably end up doing is buying an OLED for myself whenever they're available. You know, maybe after the holidays, they'll become more available. I could see me doing that and then wiping my old one and 
letting him swap out his and that way he, he would have one that works i could see us doing that because it's if we're gonna have the best one in the house it's gonna belong to dad it's the way it goes i love um, it i love <laughs> that's it how, that's how this works all right <laughs> oh real quick sense. before we talk about games we're playing i did see a headline speaking of the switch and portability on the steam deck um valve actually released this and they they actually had a video where they take it apart and you can see the steam deck how the pieces mm. are tucked in there and they talk a lot about how carefully they selected and planned and essentially mapped out the innards of the system to make as much cool. uh, use of the space as possible. They did this mainly to, number one, show you how to take it apart if you're the kind of person who needs to take it apart. But they also highly encouraged folks not to because anything you do could damage something and then, boom, it's not going to work anymore. If you damage Warranty. the battery, you could, yeah, all that kind of stuff. But they did show you how to do it. They kind of understand their audience. This is a PC audience who likes to take everything apart and make little upgrades. They even said, this isn't really meant for you to upgrade piece by piece. That's not Somebody's going to mod that pretty soon, like oh, pretty sure. quick, and they're going to mod the crap out they of it. They said, yeah. if you're comfortable with it and want to do it, go for it. But we highly recommend that most people do not. But yeah. here's how to do it anyway. So I thought that was interesting. I think they're being that was being very open with the fact that, hey, here's what this is, and it's going to have our OS installed. But they also know their audience. So like, if you want to take it apart, we don't recommend it, but you can. If you want to use a different OS, we don't necessarily recommend it. You can install one, though, if you want to. And here's how to do that. So they're they're not trying to hide that stuff. They're mm. trying to guide most of us who will just play it as intended. And then they're trying to give a few side entrances for folks who, um, you know, who know what they're doing and really want to play around with this thing. But I did see the uh, the Witcher devs. So CD Projekt Red posted a video of them playing The Witcher 3 on it. it kind of like a uh, video on, you know, of someone holding it and playing it. It it looks pretty amazing. So yeah, take that switch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Um, so anyway, I am very I'm still excited for that. I know it's I'm whatever eight months away from at, at the earliest of seeing it but i'm still very excited you might get bumped you never know i might get bumped we will see all right let's talk about some stuff we're playing before we close this episode out there's a lot of games that just came out um before we get to the the big two really are far cry 6 and metroid dread but i want to just quickly touch on a few of these other ones that folks it sounds like have been diddling potentially yep. i put a lot of games in here that were diddled a lot of diddles going on um I like I how Derek uh, perked up there when he heard diddling. Oh, diddle. oh, we're, this is the diddle part of the show. Um, <laughs> since we've already talked about these two, Deathloop and Lost Judgment, could we just do a real quick, like if anyone has something they want to add about these, because we're going to talk about them more, I'm sure, at the game of the year. We've talked about I, them yeah. episodes. Anything you want to add about those two games? Not, not yet officially. I, I thought I would be a little further along in sort of the whole structure of everything. So, yeah, we'll probably another episode, uh, like another episode yeah. or two down the line. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Deathloop, yeah, yeah. Judgment, I'll just keep really short. I, I beat it. I think it's great. I think there's a lot of content in that game. Um, I don't know. I, I thought it's great. I, 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 it's just great. Go play it if you like that. something about him. He beat the main story probably much quicker than you, and he said there was like a mode where you can go back and play all the side stuff. Is that Yep, accurate? yep. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now, where everything okay. I missed is now contained in this mode that I can go back to that's not in, like impeded by like the story that's going on. Like, gotcha. Story. That's kind of uh, cool. Very cool. Very like cool, uh, you know, yeah. like mechanic Option. for that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's going to be some DLC coming out. I think they're really going to like um, TLC this game. So pretty excited. Nice. Well, speaking of a game that we've already talked about on the show, I just want to mention that I started Scarlet Nexus, a, a game that I thought would not appeal to ah, me at all, yes. but the actual, it's, you know, it's on Game Pass, so easy to pick that up. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm really impressed by the action in that game. Yeah. I'm playing as a girl, because, you know. <laughs> uh, Kasane. There we go. Thank I you. It. it was Kasane. Kasane. Girl 
fighter. Um, yep. So uh, yeah, yes. it's really fun. I love the, the telekinetic stuff and and building up to building up your whatever you want to call it, stamina version, whatever. I'm not good with the terminology, but I, I'm only like an hour <laughs> in. And, Combat's uh, the good, only though, thing I don't I mean this isn't really my vibe, like in terms of like art style and the cinematics and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not really my vibe, but I do like the action, so I'm, I'm probably going to return to it just because of that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, the combat's great in that. Game. Yeah, the um, yeah, the the way that the cutscenes are done in that, like compared to say Tales, like I, I the new Tales mm-hmm. game, the the way they did it in Tales is how they should have done it in Scarlet. It's Nexus. much better. Thank you. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I think yeah, everything about Scarlet Nexus that's keeping me from going back to it is that everything is talking heads, and I'm like, but I, I, I like can't. the look of Scarlet Nexus. Like I like the anime style. Yeah, like, I just wish they had nice a budget sharp to... and crisp, but you know. Mm-hmm. Derek, did you play much more of that after the summer? I know you liked Scarlet Nexus at the jump. Did that? You kind of lose interest in that one too. I don't remember how long, far I got in. Yeah, I, Didn't think I, I think you were playing like, for a while. I remember you said yeah, I played yeah, for like, like nine, ten hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's I think a chunky I got slice halfway right through, there. Halfway through slice. the first, um, play, like the first character playthrough. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And then nice. I died off. Um, I'll go back to it like whenever I get back into gaming, but yeah, not right. Yeah, I got you. Um, speaking of kind of some interesting art decisions i thought astria ascending which is on game pass now <laughs> has some pretty incredible artwork like this oh, it's, it's beautiful. all really cool looking and then the way your character moves around on the screen is really interesting it, it, and the combat even like the artwork for all of it and the enemy design it's all very cool um the problem is actually playing the game not as cool it's not it's not bad this is not like a three out of ten horrible experience it mm. rests in my opinion right in that kind of maybe six out of 10, right in that average range. Even if yeah. someone gave it a five and a half out of 10, I don't think that's totally unfair. The co- the the gameplay itself and, and the story and honestly, the dialogue and voice acting, those things all struggled to deliver for me. So um, uh, if, if you have yeah. Game Pass, give it a try. Otherwise, uh, I don't necessarily recommend buying it personally. Yeah, it's um, it feels really like archaic and like old school just for the sake of being old school and, and kind of not giving you that... Um, the ease of access, or I don't really know. I get ease of access might not be the right way to describe it, but like, like the new Tales game just feels like it's just easy to pick up, get into. Like the combat's obviously different; it's not turn-based, but like I don't know. It just feels like they were trying to make like an old-looking game with this really beautiful like dragons, um, dragons crown, oh, like yeah. visual aesthetic. Yeah, but like. I don't know. It's like, and they throw the whole party at you right away, which to be honest, I was actually fine with. Cause then I can kind of like get a feel for all the characters right away. I'd be like, all right, I like this character. I like this character. Um, okay. But if they did that in most games, because they, they throw them all at you, they all have different skills, strengths, right. abilities, yes. specials. And so right away that, and maybe some, maybe that's an appeal to some people. For me, that's immediately a turn off because I'm like, oh, so now I have to kind of just trial and error my well, way through these battles. Yeah, like, right. I don't like this. Well, the reason why I wasn't like I, I didn't dislike it too much is because it, it so it kind of reminded me of Final Fantasy X when you can swap characters in and out right on the fly. Uh, it does co- it does cost a turn, but um, yeah, that part's fine. It's just seems yeah. weird that they give them all right away. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned this to, uh, to you earlier as well. It's possible because I didn't play it for very long. As the story goes along, it might be one of those things where at the opening of everybody, but they all might yeah. somehow get separated and now you have to regather the group. Like I could see them doing that. A lot of games will kind of give you the full powers and the team at the beginning and then strip it away a little bit to make you earn it back. But anyway, it's it's not awful. It's just not great. So I'm it, not I'm glad it's on Game Pass because I'll poke at it here and there just to see because i heard the story does get interesting eventually but it's like am i going to get to that point is the thing yeah yeah they definitely have some 
unique lore and, and uh, different species that have their own issues. And anyway, they, they've got all kinds of stuff there. A lot of work went into it. It's just not necessarily my my thing. I like so. the fish people. They got the kind of like yeah the the like bowl the thing, on their head yeah the bowl over the head that just like kind of looks like a teardrop almost like shapes like it just they look really cool. So. That's the funny to me that you have this absolutely beast like he's the size of a buffalo standing on his hind legs. And he's a mage. And he's a mage and he's like <laughs> yeah really deep voice too like he's just gonna massacre everybody. He's just and then there's this him. little old man who's this super fast assassin. I'm like is there they're going against type here I guess. Um. All right, so I do want to talk about the main two games that were out, but anything else that we haven't covered that you guys yes. want to touch on? Absolutely. Uh, Alan Wake Remastered, I touched a little. I did, that's a diddle right there. That's a diddle, yeah. That is a brief diddle. Um, everything about it is very much uh, 360. It screams like 360, PS3, whatever. Um, whatever it came out on, right? Uh, uh-huh. did, was it yeah, only 360? Right. It was 360, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, so it's just it looks crisper, but everything about it is still last gen, you know, like voice acting, obviously, um, uh, uh, mechanics two gens ago. Shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, it didn't doesn't age 100 percent great, but the story is riveting and, and you know, the gameplay is interesting and still creative. Um, so I'll play more of it. It's my first time playing it. So I'm, I'm, okay. I'm actually excited to play more of it. And you like control, right? I didn't beat it, but yes. I like what I played. I got like 10 oh, hours. Each didn't beat like it. That. You must not have liked it, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, I hated it. 10 hours. Chunky Slice hated it. Like, didn't right. you want that to be game of the year? You're kind of trash. No. Yeah. No. My game well, of the year was Outer Worlds. That, that was me. Outer Worlds. I'm, I'm always trying to control. That was a troll game of the year for me. Um, uh, <laughs> Jeff, tell me about Lost Words Beyond the Page. Yeah, so this game I started like Saturday. And this is on a game. This is on Game Pass. Um, it came out like in April, I think. Uh, not to Game Pass, just came out to Game Pass. But uh, I started on Saturday and I couldn't stop. Like Sunday, I played another Chunky Slice, and then uh, I think I beat it Monday night. It's like a four-hour game, uh, four and a half-hour game. And um, so the premise is you're this. It's from the perspective of a little girl. She's narrating over it. Um, she's writing a novel at the um, at the whatever encouragement of her grandma. And then her grandma has some health issues, so she starts using it as like a a way to I don't know. Uh, cope cope and you know go through therapy her own version of therapy i guess um so the gameplay though is like half of it is as she's writing the novel you'll platform across the words and move across the page and then you'll exit the page and go to the next page you'll see what i'm talking about when you get to it um and then the other half is like part of her fantasy story that she's writing that her grandma told her to write um and you're kind of helping her make choices along the way as to what what should that fantasy role be? What's our, what's my character's name? What's her hair color going to be? Um, I don't know. What type of people inhabited this town or whatever? Um, like it's so like your own adventure book, right? Yeah, but, but kind yeah. of, but like less stakes, way less stakes. Okay, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> uh, the game just has a ton of heart, um, and it, it made me feel like if I had this game when I was a kid, I probably would have dealt with, I don't know, certain feelings much better. I would have handled them much better because this game deals with heavy stuff from like a kid's perspective that I feel like could be genuine therapy for people. About how old is the character? Like, uh, she sounds she? like seven or eight or something. Oh, like, so she's like old really enough young. to maybe older. She's old enough to like, I mean, write a full book and she's yeah. using like thesaurus and um, you know, like she's not. It's clear she's not like four or five and figuring things out. She's not like sixteen or like eight. No, like seventeen. No. Okay. 
Um, and then this was the only game that I played through uh, the the credits. The credits have you platforming through, and mm. you can like jump on like a there's like a star that'll show up on the screen, and if you go grab it, it'll reveal like. See, that's um, just charming right there. That's all that is. Yeah, it's, it's a charming game. A lot of heart. Uh, reminds me thematically like of Pixar stuff where. It's like kids are going to love this and it's going to be accessible for them, but adults are going to watch it and just be like, or watch it play or whatever, and just be like, wow, dude, that's just hit me on a deeper level. <laughs> the kids will wow. never understand. Wow. 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 <laughs> yeah, you talking about this got me to download it. Same planning on trying it out. Um, unfortunately, there are some bigger games that just came out, so it is on the back burner at the moment, but it's downloaded. So. That means it'll at least it'll at the very least have me look at it and then uninstall it. At the very least, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll actually play it. We'll see. We'll see. So, um, who um did old Death Stranding director's cut? That's oh, yeah. what I'm curious about. It was me, and I won't spend time on it too long. I I, um, I, I started it up, and and after I installed it, and was just like, oh, this uh this looks really good or whatever. Um, Photoshop. <laughs> um, like, like I I think I what did I say in the chat? Like, oh, look at they photoshopped the world and just put it in this game. Yeah, I don't know where we go from here, to be honest. Um, I unfortunately didn't get into the new content because I think it's like kind of further on the line. And I, I started a new game. Probably, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I just immediately fell back in love with like with this loop again, and literally had to go no to like stop, you know, to to play yeah. new games. So you can't do this again. This is forty hours. Don't do it. Fifty, <laughs> you know, however long you're gonna take on it. Maybe even more because of all the content. So yeah, I, I I'm gonna go back to this one but i i just wanted to bring it up for just like if you really want a showcase of what next gen is like this game is easily maybe for me the best looking game i've ever seen yeah. in terms of photorealistic I think graphics you know the best looking game um, on pc too oh wow okay it's Gorgeous. that it's that engine man it's that decima engine that's Gorgeous. what horizon that decima uses. engine's really something else and if we're gonna get slivers of this in the new horizon which we've seen in that trailer, you know, uh, with uh, with the underwater like sequences and stuff. It's like I don't know where we're going from here, graphics wise. Like yeah. it just yeah. But to be fair, like, I said that back when I saw screenshots of Turok too. You know, I was like, oh, I know, it's better I know. than this. I, thank you, Tim, because I was literally about to say that. I feel like I've been saying this since I was a teenager. Like it's yeah. never gonna get better. You know, like, it's like, never <laughs> get better. They look just but like I, I'm a 35 year old man. I know what life looks like. Like I know, <laughs> I know, I know what, what the world looks like. You know. Yeah. And like, you, we're there. Like, we're there. Like, yeah, I, when I, I read the Nintendo Power talking about WCW versus NWO Revenge, I was like, <laughs> yeah. can yeah. they make a more realistic wrestling game? I don't think they can. This is it. So. There's, there's at least six polygons here, for sure. <laughs> That's what um, you do when you walk around. You glide. And but then you, it is, to it me, is it's like... Difference. To me, that. it's more subtle now. Like, it's less about, like... um. You know, we went from bits like 16 to 32 and you could see significant changes. Now it's like it's terrifying using Far, Far Cry 6 as an example. Like it's not it doesn't look extremely different from five. Like they both look like they came from what could be the same engine. But the difference is they're getting better at lighting. They're getting better at um I would say, oh, the other one would be Horizon 5, Forza Horizon 5. Like, 4 looks really good, but mm -hmm. 5 looks better because they've gotten better at adding detail to the world. Details. So, like, it's 4, lighting. there's... If you go back and play 4 and you really, like, stare at it, 
you'll see there's a lot of like bland looking things that you can tell in five they went no we're no longer gonna go because this game's fast we're just gonna make this look yeah. okay yeah. we're now going to make it look amazing yeah, we're gonna so film this one spot through. and capture 24 yeah. hours and put it in the game <laughs> yeah and that's what i felt like when i was playing like far cry 6 i was like it's not like that it's so much better looking than five mm-hmm. but there's something about it subtle there's yeah. a subtleness to it that i look at it and i'm like it really and i'm playing on pc so i'm maxing everything out i'm like this is a really good looking game like some of the animations are still old but yep the game yeah, and the world more, day, yeah. it's more detailed the lighting is better like the reflections off the water all of it it's everywhere it's yeah. not in just certain areas it's like you're walking through you're getting to a place where you're like walking through real world since you brought up far cry 6 tell me more about what you think about the game how it plays the setting like overall game are you enjoying it what do you think about it so far well Derek, you can keep going since you already started talking about it well before i jump into that the only game i want to add um that i feel like maybe some of our listeners would want to hear about is uh i played the battlefield beta right before i i was actually playing that when you guys called okay um so i am playing that on pc um and and wow like seriously i was (laughs) my son was in the room and i was like dude look at this game this is there's 128 players and this game looks like a single-player experience as far as level of detail. Just about everything I just said about Far Cry, that's what I was experiencing with Battlefield. Like, it's really pretty. Um, game's fun. It feels like Battlefield. So if you're into Battlefield games, I'm going to buy it. Even though it's multiplayer only, um, it's the it's the one shooter multiplayer shooter that I enjoy. I don't play it a yeah. lot, but when I jump into it, I have fun. But yeah, it's definitely it's worth it's free this weekend. The beta it's worth jumping in and just trying it on your next gen system. Mm-hmm. How often um, does the weather stuff kick in? Like, is it actually interesting? Is it like make it feel different? Like, well, I only got to play two matches, so I never okay. saw any weather. Okay. And I don't know if I'm in the. There was only one mode unlocked, so maybe they don't have. Okay, sure. Maybe that mode's not unlocked. Um, But here's what I will say that I could add on to, because I see a lot of people that are like, I don't like Battlefield because I just run forever. Okay, well, then you're (laughs) obviously dumb. Call of Duty? Like, like, you can literally choose spawn areas where a lot of action's going on. Play play the game better? I don't know. They (laughs) auto-assign you to squads. You can go and jump in. Like, there was actually one time where I chose to, to, to... come back right by my, my teammate in my squad and he was fighting somebody so i died two seconds later that was the only time i yelled in the game i'm like that's bullshit i just got in the game why are you killing me um but my point is, is i love battlefield because it's this big huge open world it feels like you're in an actual war but no you do not have to run for miles that's really stupid and also uh, i like the fact that i felt like i could play i'm not really good at it and i was playing for a long time without dying i wasn't dying every five seconds um i didn't feel like there i felt like i was in a war or in a battle but it wasn't in complete chaos that i was getting picked off by uh airplanes and helicopters and all this stuff Mm -hmm. like i felt like I could run around with my teammates for a, a bit and just be, you know, 
cautious, but also I could also just be free a little bit. So uh, maybe players are bad right now. I don't know, but I did pretty good. I was getting kills and I wasn't dying every five seconds. So definitely, um, a, definitely a, a nice, nice shooter. As far as Far Cry 6. Wait, before I'm we only, move on, I'm a little surprised yeah. that you are okay with playing a beta. That's not very alpha. Wow! Holy! Wow! Uh, you got caught. I am okay weird. with that joke. Uh, yeah, no, that's as that an alpha be. male, a self-proclaimed alpha male, alpha, um, alpha male, which is very alpha. I mean, when you go up to girls and you're just like, you're looking for an alpha male. I'm your alpha male. Yeah. Um, so you I, you I, ask I, if they're looking. I feel ya or whatever. You know? <laughs> All right, sorry. I do want to hear about Far Cry Six. What do you so, think? And anyone else is playing it too? After Derek shares about it. Yes. So I love it. Like I love the intro. I love the way they intro the villain. You expect it. So I'm glad they did it, but they did it in a way I felt was I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a part in not the very, very beginning. You play the game for a little bit and then there's a part where the villain re-enters a scene and you're just like, oh, this is pretty cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. This I can kind of see where they're gonna go with with the story, um, as far as between the villain and his son, and 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 then your group that's yep. that hates him. Um, but I I love the uh, I love the way it looked. I already talked about that. I love the way it feels at sixty frames per second. Um, and then I love the world. I I. I I didn't think I was going to like it because, uh, you know, I'm a little racist. I don't like, you know, those areas. Well, you love like, five. Those five areas? Like the beautiful <laughs> islands of the Caribbean? Don't do it. Yeah, what are you talking about? Hold on. <laughs> he, he, so you love five, right? Because all the white people, right? Beaches <laughs> yeah, are terrible unless they're in Florida. I like five because there's a lot of mountains and green areas. I don't like white brown in Montana, things. in Montana, America. I don't like brown. I don't like brown things. So I don't like. There's Derek. There's a part early on where the one of the lead one of the leaders of the group opens up the map and kind of walks you through who's who's in each area, who you're gonna have to connect with. I don't know about you, but when I saw that compared to the little tiny island I started on, which I already thought that's yeah. a pretty big space, and then they show you the full map. I remember just thinking like, dude, this game is huge. Like I've been playing yeah. for two hours. That... I've been playing for two hours and I they haven't that even gotten five. to that yet. Oh. So, like, that's how what big that first doing? area is. I'm just, I'm walking around doing stuff. He's just riding know. his horse as fast as he can across the island. <laughs> I'm doing a lot. I don't know. Like, there was some cave that you're supposed to go check out. Like, I keep oh, on okay. going so back to, like, checkpoints where, like, there's missions. And he'll that. be like, you hey, go you back should... to that later. Just so I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not playing the game right. I don't know. No, you're, dude, <laughs> you, do, you do you. Okay. <laughs> I'm playing it like Kyle. Like, anytime they, I drive by something and you see, like, the exclamation point, I'm I like, stop. It, like, dead in oh, my Oh, okay. Whatever I was right. doing doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to do that now. I got oh, to talk that. to this yeah, Kyle. This is more like, important. You're, you're missing fuel. I got you. I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> and I like the crocodile. I love him. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. The dog. I I can't wait for the dog. I'm a big Far Cry fan. I finish all of them. I know for people, they're like, they're redundant. But right now, where I'm at, where I'm struggling to get through, like, story-driven games or anything that takes forever, I'm not saying I'm going to beat this. I might play in an hour or two and be like, yeah, I don't feel like playing games. But Far Cry 6 is, (laughs) like... 
Far Cry is just that dumb shooter. I'm not saying it doesn't have any depth to its story and stuff like that. I think it actually, like, 5, I felt like had a awesome twist ending. Like, I, I don't feel like it got enough. Five, I don't think it got enough credit for what it did with some of the villains and then the twist ending. But, like, I was six, hoping that 5 would let everyone take all their aggression that they've got at the moment against white people out on the people in the game, and that would all <laughs> calm down. It didn't, but it was still cool. I still liked it. It didn't, no. Nah. But I just like how they're they're just you don't have to think you just yeah. run and gun if you want you can stealth. Oh. In fact, this game actually encourages stealth more. Yeah. But I'm just standing in my crocodile. Like as soon as I see the first enemy, I'm like, go go bite him. So what's and cool is I'm they actually your stealth. By the way, it's so funny. Oh, Sometimes he totally you'll be like crouching, and the enemy will be like, oh my god, there's a crocodile. Get out <laughs> yeah. of here. Which I'm glad by the way because a lot of times in those games your pet will follow you and they won't notice a giant bear standing behind yeah, you, or whatever. Sure, yeah. So it is kind of nice that there's some realism there, but some realism there. There's a crocodile who's loyal to you. So take that for what it is. Um, <laughs> it doesn't Makes try to, it lets you pet it, by the way. You could pet it, it and sense. get a trophy yeah, for petting the crocodile. For um, but there, should be. there are not only pets, but also certain weapons and gear that all, and I think one of you talked about this in some of the previous stuff you saw, it all can point you in a direction of, hey, I want to be a saboteur who messes with everyone, turns the enemy against themselves, messes with all their gear, or I want to be stealthy, I want to sneak around and machete everybody and have a pet who will help me with that, who's really good at, not with macheting, but with being sneaky. And then I, or I want to go full on assault and pets like Huapo are really good at that because he'll even heal himself after he gets down for a bit. He'll kind of come back to life and, and keep fighting uh, compared to the other pets. Reptile stuff. Um, rep, totally reptile yeah. stuff. Yes. Um, but also you get these Supremo weapons from uh, Juan. I think you it's... mean the Boba Fett weapons, you mean? Is and so it starts <laughs> It starts with those awesome rockets that are in the trailers, so no spoilers there. But they yeah. add a few other ones, and you actually get to pick between a few right out of the gate when you get to the mainland. And they each have a different purpose. So one is much more in that I want to I'm a saboteur. I want to use something to turn enemies against each other and mess with their stuff. Or I want to use something that's going to be much more stealthy. They're never going to know where it's coming from. This is, Or you can go with the full-on Boba Fett style. Let me just kind of kneel down and aim my body towards the enemy and it's just going to rocket everybody. So you can go a couple different directions. And I like that because I like playing stealthy. But also in the opening levels, I was like, I'm just going to start shooting. I'm just going to see how this... And it was fun. It worked So I started shooting. That's that's how I play. I don't stealth in this game. I I shot my shot. I shoot my way through everything. Shot my shot. But I do like to get, you know, you can add on... There's a bunch of ways you can um, add on stuff to your guns, whether you want to add a a muzzle or add um, a different scope, all that kind of stuff that you can do. So I think there's plenty in this game if you like, um, let's call them light RPG elements, more in-depth than something like Horizon, but not to the effect of some, you know, crazier games. Um, But I think there's enough there that if you like to really pick a play style you can and if you just want to grab whatever the game gives you and use it you can do that too so mm-hmm. i i like so far the setup of six um i haven't gotten deep enough to know because i know one of the biggest criticisms is they give you all kinds of side mission types and things to do but they're totally you, you can skip them and they're totally useless you don't really have to and i think that's the case with every sandbox or open world game is they give you a lot of options like hey i really like playing poker and red dead you can do that or you can just do it for the one story mission and never do it again and i think that's fine I, like, I haven't gotten to a tower yet is there a tower oh of course there are 
Okay, there are. Okay, yeah, I I haven't run into one yet. So it's like, not so it's much just... towers though as bases. So it's not yeah, bases. Yeah. So yeah, but it, you don't like crawl up to the top of something and you know like it unlocks all the icons on the map type of thing. No, for the okay. most part, the map's all right there. Like that's it'll, a big. That... I would say that's a big change, right? Like that. Yeah, there's no fog it's of war. Yeah. There's no like fog. I'm, oh, sleep. okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I'm mocking. I'm mocking the. the no, I know. I know. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I think that's a big change, though. Yeah, I, think, I, I agree with you. There's no fog to clear. It's all visible. It's more about what's in that spot. Like for example, a cave that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Someone has to tell you about that. I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's more about that. So as you unlock a base, you'll now have a scout. One of your the rebel fighters is now a scout and every time you go back to that base if they've had a chance to kind of reload they will have a little exclamation point over their head you just go talk mm-hmm. to them and they'll give you new locations of either crates to find or other things on the map they'll like I think that's map. awesome i think that's a really cool way to like get side quests like filtered yeah. into your experience i think that's really cool they'll give you like a little wave of oh here's some more spots to go explore on your map so i think it's way so, more organic than climbing up a tower and i agree getting like seventeen thousand. i don't feel overwhelmed like yeah. i do when i go to the top of a tower and now i've got tons of optional bosses and treasure chests and all these things to find well, I, I feel like you 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 plan your route too much you know like i have 17 things here i'm gonna i'm gonna just kind of go clockwise like now it, it i'm gonna go to one place and it's gonna point me to a specific place I mean, on the map and like I, I don't know like, I, I feel like it's more organic to me and valhalla was just here's a dot and we're not gonna tell you what it is till you get there <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i prefer more yeah. like the breath of the wild or like a fallout 3 like just go in a direction and you're gonna come across a bunch of things and it's really fun and it just feels like you're just going for a stroll like you wouldn't realize sure. you know yeah, and it's coming that's what I, I like journeys like that's why i was a big yeah. dragon's dogma fan and people yeah. complain about like it doesn't have a um fast travel and blah 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 and i'm like Dude, dragon's dogma is awesome like dragon dogma go is on such a, a journey yeah. <laughs> just enjoy the scenery enjoy the amazing combat and go on a journey and that's how i play a lot of these games like far cry and all that that's, turn off your brain, go on a journey. Well, that's some of my favorite parts about even WoW. It's just like, hey, I'm going to like cross all these areas. Like back in the day when we were, whoever was playing WoW, you know, I, I certainly was. Like it, it was just like that trek. Like we had to go over these mountains and we had to yeah. go through this field and we had to. I, I traveled so far just to find my buddy because we chose different races, you know, and like, <laughs> like it felt epic like a lord of the rings thing and i feel yeah, like yeah. Uh, to derek's point like go on that journey like climb yeah. that mountain you know like go in that direction that you choose to go like those are definitely my favorite, my so favorite i like their open world, open world games. Designed. i think they did a good job i do think it's got some of those moments where and the far cry games all do this where a lot of it's tongue-in-cheek and it's just for fun and sometimes they also try to take themselves really seriously to derek's point it kind of works with the villain. I love Giancarlo Esposito. I, yeah. I, I think he's great no matter what he does. And he really he really does a good job in this game. But there are certainly dialogue moments. It's usually going to be with the your other rebel fighter leaders and folks. Like, it's a little hokey at times. It's a little cheesy. But it's fine. Like, it's not bad at all. Like, it's not like it's poorly acted. It's not going to make you roll your eyes and go, wow, that was it's, bad. It's just it's And just I don't think it's fine. because I'm anti-cursing. I just think it's, like... You're not when there. they had the when you first the uh, the first three characters like on your this, character on the and the, yes and they're yeah. dropping f bombs every five seconds I'm like if you cut out half those that would actually sound like three semi intelligent people are talking but because <laughs> they're just dropping f bombs every five seconds sure. and then sure. spoilers one of them is an absolute idiot and I'm like yes. you could have killed him off in a better way I agree but like. 
But yeah. it, like that's the stupid stuff that I'm like, you've got good voice actors. You could write good dialogue. I know you can. Mm-hmm. You're purposely choosing not to yeah. because you don't want us to take the game too serious. But then you still have a lot of serious moments. <clears throat> yeah. So for me, I feel like if there's ever any complaint about the Far Cry franchise, it's that they don't know what identity they want. Do they want to be agree. silly, goofy, open totally world? world craziness or do you want to have this hey let's have this serious plot but we have these crazy weapons in it and all that so the tones are always mixed with it um so i think they could do better there just figure out what you are and then go in that direction but and it's I okay prefer... that they have goofy characters right characters yeah. are fine like Juan, the, the weapons guy that's fine silly yeah you can yeah. have a silly character like it's about God the balance yeah. Well, yeah, God of War was a super serious story, yeah. super serious tone, but there's still silly characters in there yes. that say dumb things or like act dwarves, dumb yeah. in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But for me, so. it was more of the moments that were supposed to be serious, especially at the end of that opening area when you're all getting ready to exit. And that little moment was like, I, I did roll my eyes a little bit at that because it was trying a little too hard. It, it's fine. It's not bad, but it's one of those moments. That I was like, this is why, in my opinion, some people t- have trouble taking Far Cry games seriously because they have moments like this. Even in yeah. Far Cry 5, where I thought they did a great job with like the creepy cult leader family stuff. That was really yeah. well done. But that so. still had moments where I was like, oh, it was a little cringy. And so those those moments still linger. But for a game that's as incredibly huge as in, as Far Cry is with the map and all huge. the stuff to do, I'm okay with it. It's just I can see that being a slight drawback, even though the game's gorgeous. Like Derek said, it plays beautifully. It I love it. I, I To me, this is the kind of game I wanted right now. I, I don't know that it's like instant classic game of the year, no matter what else comes out. It's just very, very good, and I'm having fun with it. And that's I would line. say, as somebody who absolutely loved Far Cry 5... I did too. Um, like, I really loved that game, and it's my favorite Far Cry. This one has the potential of being my favorite. That's how good the intro and the world and the gameplay, and then even when they're introducing some of the systems, I was like, ooh, I could, I could get into this. Uh, yeah. This has got the... It's got a little bit of that loot RPG feel to it that I, I could get addicted to, so... Yep. It might be the game that gets me out of my funk where I'm like, oh, I don't care about games type thing. Yep. Any other thoughts on that before we close out with Metroid Dread? Uh, there was just one little thought. Uh, there's a mission at the very beginning where you're burning another field and mm-hmm. the game literally makes a comment go, this feels familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like jokes like that. That's not my favorite. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I, I mean, mean I just like, you that's know. That's what like, they do, though, right? That's in every fair. Far yeah, Cry I game. know, but don't call, don't be like, we're being lazy. You see how we're being <laughs> lazy. I don't know. Like, it's too meta for me. And like, uh, that goes into the cheesiness that y'all were talking about. But it doesn't yeah. detract from the fun at all. Like, just because yeah. like there's a moment of dialogue where I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, does anybody, does it mean that I'm not having fun when fun. I'm Boba fetting missiles on, on a base? You <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, so. I'm curious um, if any of you ever get tired, if y'all watch reviews anymore, of like, I just roll my, my eyes whenever I'm hearing a review and it's like, it's just more Far Cry. Well, it's the sixth one. Did yeah. you want them to change the form? Like, I don't well, understand that criticism yeah. of yeah. games. Like, if it's a well, sequel, they that's wanted like, to like. They wanted to evolve, like how you're saying with the di- like with the dialogue, for example, right? How it can't seem to pick a lane. I think they like almost sort of want to take that idea of like picking a lane, but like changing everything about the game. But and it's, it's like, like well, it's set yeah. in a negative 
like yeah. home. Like, no, of oh. I think they're just kind of hoping for more evolution in, in these titles. That's I think they are how I take that criticism. Kind of like God of War evolved, and yeah. you can think of other titles, I'm sure. Breath, yeah, of, Breath of the Wild. You're probably, you're probably just gonna get God of War. Breath yeah. of the Wild. I mean, I, yeah, it's open world. I think but... there's gonna be monumental shifts that happen with Assassin's Creed. It happened with God of War yeah. back in sure. Forth. Yeah, Assassin's Creed's a good example. But for folks to expect that every entry i think is where i get tired of it so i'm totally there with you i'm like stop with the same criticism every time except the fact that they're making another one of these and then judge it based on how good is this by itself that's just my my take on it but yes when they're rebooting then you can say it when it says far cry six (laughs) yeah what do you expect yeah it's kind of like when they they redid god of war they renamed it god of war they didn't call it god of war four four. they called it god of war four and then said well it feels like three Saints Row okay. rebooted. I mean, they're, you know. Yeah. So um, I understand if someone wants something different, that's fine. But for that to affect your grade, in my opinion, is a little silly. Because it's like, so you put on expectations that no one gave except for yourself. Great. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. But whatever. I um, like people with uh, Fallen Order. But, uh, you know, that's okay. That's all right. The Fallen Order. Hey. I hey, it's Derek. And Derek. And um, just so real, so, real, so real quick, I finished uh, Tales of Arise. It, it's excellent. It is very long. It does definitely get dragged. It feels <laughs> like it's dragging a bit at the last 10 hours, but like. Oh my God. That's exactly what my girlfriend said. It's very, very yeah. long. And it was dragging the last 10 yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should probably work on that. Then. Yeah. What a day. That's totally real. What a day. Um, but I mean, overall, the experience, I it, it, right now, I would say it's like kind of like tied between Resident Evil uh village and this but like Regen- resident evil village is like a tighter experience it's shorter and it's kind of just more like boom 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 kind of going through the moments um but i just really like what they did with these characters and this this game again i haven't cared about a tales game since the gamecube symphonia one so um yeah i really like it and i'm glad they're supporting it with new dlc they just released some new dlc like crossover with the uh, sword art online which is cool so this, you know. this falls in the same category as a game like from last year with uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, where I enjoyed the time I spent with it, and I don't have any intention to never play it again, but it's one of those games that, because it's not my favorite genre or setting, it's easy for me to let something else kind of take over. That's just how those games work for me. Like, I, I really enjoy it, but, and then something else takes over. Because so, it's not my favorite genre or, or setting, so it's like, so, ah. so to refer what, to what Kyle said earlier, it's okay, Tim, to lower the difficulty and just plow through the story. It's okay. It's only 80 hours. So I might. Well, but if it was on easy, it might only be 70. Hours. You're right. Because that game does get tough. Like some of those bosses. Um, yeah. 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 Oof, they get tough pretty quick. Um, let's talk about Metroid Dread. Speaking of games that aren't super easy. Um, yeah. I'm. I've played Second, this game for a little while. 30 seconds into the game. I actually was able to. Because I've been uh, off of work yesterday and today. And then took my boys Slacker. to soccer. I took my boys to soccer practice, so I didn't have to go out there with them. I got to just sit in the van and play Metroid Dread while they were at soccer practice, which was fun. Um, but I am—I won't say—it's hard to say how far you are without kind of telling people, like something, some stuff that happens in the game. So I'll just say I am—I am on the second main boss. That's a very clearly Metroid mm. boss, where there's there's like phases to it and that kind of thing. So there are many bosses, and there are some. You've seen them in the trailers. They're right there on all the posters. They're right there in my background. There's these um, robots called Emmys, the E-M-M-I, and they'll chase F you around. F these guys. F these guys right here. And they, but that that has a totally different experience separate from boss fights. So there's a way to deal with cool. them totally separate from big boss fights. Although so it's like Nemesis chasing you. 
sort at, of at random sections, but like then there's the regular game kind of going. Yeah, there's on. there's uh there's multiple ways to uh deal with them. I'll just say yeah. that. And yep. the game does a really good job of like, okay, now I want you to do this to take care of this one. It's really, really cool. I mean, it feels mm. very epic when you kind of get a chance to deal with those with those Emmys. Um, there's not a ton of them, but when you get to their areas, it becomes very eerie, kind of like this pulsating low light effect comes mm. on and you have to, and very early on, they can start to hear you and go after where you are. They go into search mode. And if they spot you, the doors to the areas shut off until you escape oh. from their site and they go back to search mode. Then the doors open again, you can escape. But you have to go through those areas because it's a Metroidvania game. Obviously it's a Metroid sure. game. You have to get to certain spots, get a new ability or whatever, the new type of weapon, yeah. to then go back through those areas. So there's a lot of backtracking. Um, in my opinion, it's really fun because the areas are so great. The movement and combat feels so smooth. I am totally loving going back through, getting stuck. i got to figure out where to go. And sometimes it strikes me similar to like the old Super Nintendo games where it's not an obvious solution. I had to go to where the dead end was again, and I started just shooting around. I was like, oh, there's a secret thing on the floor. I didn't know I could mm. shoot through that. Drop <laughs> through and go through a whole new area now opens up. So um, it's moments like that. that It's like, man, this, is, this really embraces elements of the old school Super Nintendo days. Um, and man, I like I that mean, a lot, but it's, it's going to frustrate some folks, but I do like that a lot. And boy... It, it's funny when you play like uh, Axiom Verge and games that, you know, clearly inspired by Metroid. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just don't hold a candle. I mean, it's yeah. not fair to compare them. I get it made by one guy. I'm not trying to say it should be, but it makes you appreciate the real deal when you go back and, and you play one of these. I, mean, I think this might be the best side-scrolling Metroid game. It, it's, it's only good. taken 19 years to make another one, so. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Samus Returns was essentially a remake, but it was of an old game. It was sure. essentially built from the ground up. Fusion was so Fusion good. was the last, like, mainline, like, Fusion was actual... So yeah. Like latest in the awesome. timeline, so yeah. You know. And I, they do a really cool job at the beginning of introducing what I assume is going to be the big bad, and then they, giving you your explanation for why you don't have all your abilities at the jump. And you know, Batman games have to do this too, where it's like, where's all his cool gadgets? You know, they have to give <laughs> yeah. you a reason why you yeah. won't have everything. Yeah. It's the same thing with Metroid. It's like, oh, that must be why you don't have all your abilities, and you have to like go unlock them one at a time again. It's fine. Like, it's a very video gamey explanation. I'm fine with it. And boy, do I love this game. And it has just all the right vibes. I, I just love it. I mean, it feels like Metroid. It feels like Metroid. <laughs> it's, it's not Prime, it's not Prime though, like so who cares, right? Am I right, <laughs> You know what would have been progressive is making Samus a man. Let's just that let's just put it out there, you know? That would have been progressive. Especially with the way she walks. I played like 45 minutes of it. It was just, um, it was a lot of me reading stuff. Yeah. Again, the first like 15 minutes, I was like, can I fire a shot now? What's going on here? <laughs> Sounds uh, like a Metal Gear game. But no, I got to the first Emmy, and the first thing you unlock <laughs> past the Emmy, and you have to go back and deal with the Emmy. Mm -hmm. That So I did that part, and then after that, the map kind of, I looked at the map, and I was like, oh, I don't see an obvious way to go. So that was like the first time that uh, I realized you kind of have to figure out where to go now. Yep. And I, that's when I stopped, and we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't hold your hand. A little difficult. I'm like, I don't want to diddle this anymore. I want to. I want to move on. <laughs> you want to get lost in your words? Is there a nicer diddler, yeah. dude. And the, the there you go. Getting through some of those Emmy sections at first, it's like this isn't that bad. But then it starts to become super difficult. I was like, I oh, haven't really figure out the timing of the melee counter yet. That's impossible, man. Yeah. Okay, so they do have. <laughs> 
when you get caught, there's a very brief window. And at the beginning, it just freezes the game and tells you, hit the yeah, button here, X, and it yeah. lets you counter it, which is great. And after that, you're on your own. And I have only successfully done it once, and I've been caught probably 30 times. So, like, I, it's really tough. There's a very brief kind of counter is or parry window. Is it harder than the normal enemies? Like to hit the enemies? You're not like supposed to be able to parry it. Like you're supposed to get away from it. You're not supposed okay. to encounter. So they don't. They're not encouraging you. Hey, okay. challenge it and see if you can parry it. That's just kind of your last ditch effort before it reloads your checkpoint. Okay. Right. So it's you're not supposed to be successful. And no, you're and supposed you're to counter it so you can slide under it and run away. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell. Get the hell out yeah. of there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, I, anybody else playing it? That's, uh, I, I'm about as far as, uh, Jeff is. And I think it's very, I think it's very fun. Uh, I, you know, I hope I am still sharp enough to beat a game like this. So we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, this is totally up my alley. This is, I was like, dude, I love Metroidvanias are like my favorite genre ever. So like, I'm, I'm hoping I really stick with it, but like I, I, I died quite a few times, you know, like getting to where I was, uh, trying to get used to like the, the controls and everything, but I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm really getting a hold of it. So Controls get pretty complex. They do, thankfully, oh, have kind of stop and aim ability, which I like a lot. Yeah, but they do. I noticed. They add all kinds. They add all kinds of layers to it, as they do in all of these games, where it's yeah, it gets pretty, pretty cool. But also, quality of life changes. Yeah, I think it's, it's great. It's beautiful too. It's such a beautiful game. Like it's. it's I think. I think it looks so good, and it plays. It's so smooth. And, Nintendo uh, does the right art on. style for their hardware. They yeah, just, they do. The right for real. They do. So, so yeah, I think they did a great job. And the suit looks really cool. Right at the beginning, you kind of have a very new look to your suit. You're like, well, what happened? And it just, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Um, so I totally dig it. My kids came in. They came, came up from school while I was playing. I was playing it docked, so I was trying it on the big screen. Looks and runs great on a big screen as well. And the first thing they said when they saw me playing it a little bit, told me fighting some enemies, my son goes, oh, so this is kind of like Dead Cells. And I was like, oh, buddy, this is. Oh, co- no, no. <laughs> this is the OG, stop, my fam. Stop. My fam. <laughs> Stop. Be like, go to your room right now. Go to your room. No screens all weekend. What's this? What did uh, What did James uh, say uh, uh, to troll? He was like, "It's like a copy a, of Hollow a clone." Knight. What was it? Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight clone. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I was like, like "Oh, that's great." Too obvious of bait. But I slapped I that dumb little mustache off his face. I do appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate the don't attention. Give me, don't give me. <laughs> no, go ahead. Get started. Let's go. Yeah, get started. You're, you're only here back. once a month. You know, you might as well get started about <laughs> once it. Once a month. You mean once every six months at this point. <laughs> Derek, it's been great to have you back. Glad you're here. Glad you Absolutely. guys are playing some of this stuff. We will uh, in a couple episodes. We'll be talking about some of our favorite spooky games. It's that time of year to talk about Halloween games. We'll also preview. You know, holiday season as that gets closer. Uh, but for now, it's all about Far Cry 6, Metroid Dread. We'll see what comes out next week that's worth talking about. But that's it for this B4B. week. We're going to cut it short. B4B. We've gone over two hours, and this week we have trimmed it down, which is awesome. So we added a Go watch Squid Game, everybody. We'll talk about it next week. We'll try it. Yeah, we'll talk about stuff we're watching more next week. Oh, go check out Jeff's new music, Spotify, the, or fun. wherever. Wherever you want to um, listen. Go watch Midnight Mass if you want to absolutely just not care about um, religion. Religion is terrible. It's just the worst. It's a really accurate representation. If anybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. It really it's is. just, it's it's what my just a bummer. It's, it's it's what my, is that not normal, yeah. guys? I don't know. I, that's what I do. I, don't, I mean, that's why I don't care about any of that anymore. I don't go out in the sunshine. I don't know what the big deal is. All right. Um, <laughs> Overrated. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you all for listening. We're out. See you.